Welcome. To Arcade Audio. One of the commercials on television was the four for three deal at Checkers, and I muttered to Sam, "Man, I really miss Rich and Spencer." (laughs) (laughs) My asshole doesn't though. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. Uh, It is very, very uh, man. WrestleMania just ended because it's Wednesday, April twelfth, and we are finally here to talk about what had happened on WrestleMania. And everything in the After Effects. I'm your host, Mullet. Bear with me. I have two pink eyes. But that's not important. What is important is over <laughs> Skype. I have the other members of the Swaggle Squad here with me. We will start in Miami, Florida with Augie. Yeah, to get ready for today's show, I uh, might have taken a special trip over to KFC. And I had some... Uh, woo! Chris. Chris Bay! Hey! hey. <laughs> yeah. And the rest... Woo, tangy, woo, fucking honey mustard barbecue flavored, which is actually pretty fucking good, by the way. And the pickles, I thought that was a weird thing, but when you eat it together, it's a nice touch. It's the weirdest thing I've ever, I mean, whatever. You're really, you're really chicken giving Enzo a run for his money here, Augie. <laughs> yeah, but it's a nice, nice touch with the chicken and pickles. And then, like, uh, whatever. I can go on all day, but it was good. I want Augie to win that trip to Universal with Enzo and Cass so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be adorable it would be, be pretty fucking day adorable uh, in Nashville I believe is Michael Whitten yeah yeah I'm here in Nashville I still sound a little crappy cause fucking computers don't wanna work so yeah when we all get taken over by computers we're going to hell this whole Plus, world's going to hell think of it this way we all sound better than we would've two weeks ago when we tried to, we would have recorded the show yeah that's 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 a very very good point in chicago is spencer hey i'm the only one who watched the crew of genesis and that's all i want to talk about <laughs> well, <laughs> tough titty mark also in chicago is Rich. <laughs> we went down to orlando uh to watch two other old men go to florida and retire <laughs> Rich, you and I, you and I, by like twenty forty five, are gonna make sure that everybody we've grown up with in the wrestling business is dead, gone, and retired. In or, in Orlando, they go to in Florida or- and retire. Three, you never know if Quack is gonna wrestle again. Hear about that next week. Oh, I'm sure I'll watch him fucking wrestle five more times before the year's out. At this rate, <laughs> by the end of your life, you will have seen Mike Quackenbush wrestle more than anybody else, and he's been retired since you started watching him. I will have wrestled Mike Quackenbush by the time <laughs> I die. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, I don't have a segue. The only one I had this whole time was speaking of chicken, but I ain't going there. Tope's in New York. Woo! Woo! Yeah, I do love chicken. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing else. There was nothing else there. That's not even me being racist. It had to be addressed. I have never seen. I have, this is also not racist. I have never seen you not eat chicken. Yes, you have. Man, when I ate a hamburger. When <laughs> I ate. I've seen you eat the word chicken. What? You've seen me eat things that aren't chicken. Besides burger shots and then chicken. 
They know. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck exactly. Do you have any other real, real, real opening thoughts, Tope? Oh, just the fact that uh, so apparently every time you go to you to go to WrestleMania in Orlando, um, someone retires. Yep. Someone with a broken neck does something cool with Edge and Kurt Angle, and a black person has a good moment. So thanks, guys. With with uh, Naomi and uh, Floyd Mayweather, respect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's what Rich and I are trying to do: shake up the business. Um, both are in the semi-main, so there you go. <laughs> one got significantly more time, and the other uh, should have never been there in the first place. And the other would have done a run-in on the other match and beat up everybody. Because um, Floyd Mayweather is an awful person, so. Normally, if you've been following us for the past seven years, you know that uh, the tradition on the podcast is WrestleMania ends and we immediately record our thoughts. Uh, when we're live at WrestleMania, like we were in, uh, in Miami uh, for WrestleMania 28, we even walk around the, uh, the after effects of the tailgating of the show and try to get live perspective. This motherfucking show is long as fucking hell, as you know. Uh, and we were all exhausted and needed to get home and get our lives moving about. So that didn't happen. And it probably won't happen anymore. So what we would instead like to do from now on is wait until the equally eventful Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania happen. Potentially now, once the Raw and SmackDown shakeups happen as well, and then come back fresh, able-minded, and discuss everything that happened. So that's what we're doing today. Is that um, Maybe an ongoing thing, by the way. Now, like the shakeups every year. Now, they normally back when they had separate, uh, when they had Raw and SmackDown as separate brands, they almost always would have some form of a draft, quote unquote, um, after WrestleMania, just to liven things up. Sometimes it's a little later, but um, I, I think it probably will be. Um, okay. Cool, I like it. You, you, yeah, I like it too. You, you wouldn't be able to tell looking at the 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 payback lineup because the Raw exclusive show. Uh, literally has the SmackDown World title on the line, but we'll, we'll get into that later. And, uh, and another SmackDown title as well. Yeah. Now, now SmackDown. Well, it could be a Raw title. It's Man, Raw writers, <laughs> raw writers need to take a break. <laughs> let's, let's start from the beginning. Let's start, let's start from the beginnings. And now, it is time for the pot swabble. Fuck you of the week! So this that building fucking sucks. Sorry. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck that building, man. Hey, Camping World Stadium, and yeah, it is a stupid name, Vince. You're right, but Citrus Bowl, <laughs> fucking burned to the ground already. Jesus Christ! Who here likes buying six dollar warm Pepsi? I do. <laughs> Wait, but that's after it takes you forty five minutes to find your fucking seats because that. There's that organization to that place makes no but fucking sense, and the employees were pointing me in the wrong direction. The people who work there were pointing me in the wrong fucking direction. I literally had an employee after I asked them where to find uh, a certain vendor said, "I don't know. I only work here once a year." Cool, <laughs> great. You're really earning your pay. Well, they might be a volunteer, so yeah. Keep keep it. <laughs> they're earning their fucking pay. I literally had to ask two women who were holding the Little Caesars pizza I wanted, where you got that? And they go, oh, it's right over there. I'm like, well, son of a bitch! I've been walking around in a circle this whole goddamn time, and it's right there. Uh, 
And I almost got in a fist fight with security guard because he wasn't going to let us take a picture in front of the ring. Uh, and I had to yell at the top of my lungs that I spent fucking picture. Taking a fucking picture. Get the fuck over here. <laughs> Didn't know my wife was in the bathroom, but she's not in the picture. <laughs> I was gonna say you're so mad. We fucking took the picture finally, which you gotta send me, by the way. And you forget your wife. It's on Twitter. Twitter. Oh well, yeah. That's. I also love that. That's a, a a glimpse into the future of mullet at theme parks with kids. There's everyone just get in the picture. I don't care where everyone else is. <laughs> get in the uh, you know how expensive goddamn seasonal passes. You're gonna get this picture. You're gonna goddamn smile, and you're gonna fucking buck up. And we're going to get to the car. I don't you're care gonna, if you hate Goofy or not. You're going to sleep. And you're going to sleep. I'm already Clark Griswold in Christmas Vacation. Yeah. You're going to be saying, zip me dude out of your fucking assholes. Get in the picture. Uh, <laughs> now, all that said, um, I, don't know, I thought it was a lot nicer of a venue than it was last time. The stage, the setup was nicer. Well, because last time. No, no, it also, no, no, no. Mother, it went through massive renovations. And it they had a little like, Caesar. That's it. It it had its own concrete vendors. We're spending way too much time talking about this. Yeah, this is yeah, insane. Yeah, they, yeah, this. they went. They, they they. It doesn't look like it was. It's held up by sticks anymore. It's, it's better. It's still bad, I, I, but it's better. I just wanted to briefly vent on it. I did not mean to go that long. I just had to. Match of the night. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> totally known that building deserves to be fucking plunged. Uh, so we always start. With WrestleMania as general thoughts. Uh, normally it's immediate, but now we've had time to stew over it. Uh, Tope, as I'm sadly the only person that wasn't there live, I want to get your from home thoughts first. Uh, just the the stage, the setup, everything about it just looked fucking beautiful. <laughs> like it looked goddamn glorious. Even the New Day opening segment. Uh, Every intro, though I felt the thing on TV that it sucked, and you guys obviously noticed it as well, especially by the uh, SmackDown Women's match, they're like, fuck it, next person down the ramp. Oh, you're five steps down the ramp? Cool. Next music. So long of a ramp. 85 yards. Yeah. When, yeah, when we saw... Wait, what? Is that how long it officially was? Yeah. Yeah, it was 85 yards long. Good God. It was every a fucking Barry on... Sanders touchdown long. <laughs> say, every wrestler on the roster at WrestleMania could have broken the Super Bowl record for longest touchdown. Um, <laughs> when we saw the little square for Taker's intro, we're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> because it's like 1130. <laughs> 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 this would have taken for fucking ever. Uh, beyond, beyond, yeah. beyond aesthetics, Tope, uh, overall show. Uh, I think I want to say I kind of nailed my assessment of it's going to be better than people thought. It yeah. was it was yeah. a great, great wrestling show, except for a few uh, things here and there, a few projections here and there we'll get to. Uh, but yeah, decent, a decent show overall until kind of like the last like hour or so. But it came off really well on TV. Okay, so it came out good on TV. So from the live perspective, Augie, let's start with you. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually really glad we ended up not recording the night right after because the night at like right after WrestleMania, I would have been like, I kind of sucked. 
WrestleMania. Like, I wasn't, I didn't really, you know, again, everything Tope said is spot on. The stage was amazing. The production was fantastic. Was, it, was, it was insane. Um, but some of the ma- matches, which I'm sure we'll go into detail later, uh, it just left me like, eh, okay, like, I didn't feel like much epic happened. But then, as a lot of casual fans, like people who never talked to me about wrestling, we bring it up because I posted pictures on Instagram, whatever, and they're like, "Oh, you went to WrestleMania? Oh, I heard this happened. I heard this happened. This was awesome." And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? That was pretty cool. Yeah, you, that that was pretty." And just over time, I I liked it. I I thought it was pretty good. That maybe like a seven out of ten, eight yeah. out of ten, but it, it it's gotten better. Um, and I still haven't even watched it again. I want to watch it like on TV, but um, just like as I let it sit and. All it over. I think it's better than we originally thought, but again, production was f- amazing. Spencer, first WrestleMania, uh, your your overall. I don't know if anything's ever gonna live up to this WrestleMania because it, the entire week was so awesome. Um, as far as actual the actual WrestleMania itself goes, yeah, it was pretty fun. It had third act problems, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I don't know yep. what they were thinking. Like they really just demarcated it. They were like, "Okay, you know what? That first two thirds was awesome. Now here is like a musical intermission, and it's not getting any better." Um, the song itself says, "I'm ready to go." Like, that's very poor. Very poor planning. Um, but yeah, I mean, right up to that point, like literally up until the musical act, I was I didn't say it out loud because I don't want to jinx it and fuck it. it Got jinxed anyway, yeah. but I was like, "This might be the greatest WrestleMania I could ever hope to see." And then it, it wasn't; it fell short of that mark. But it was still like, all you were saying, like, it's still pretty good. Like, yeah, seven out of ten, probably. Yeah, it was. It was shaping up to be a great WrestleMania, and then the bugs win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Before go, that, to, even. Why do you have to go to me just right after that? Um, and. Fortunately, I didn't get a chance to go back and actually watch the show on the network and stuff. I, I wanted to, but I was unable to. Um, what you guys have been saying about about the stage and everything was amazing. It's, it's probably one of the better sets I've seen in a long time. Uh, they really went all out for this. Um, thinking about the show, and it's kind of my same thoughts that I had the, that same night, and it's kind of what Spencer said. Everything was polished and everything was good up until the intermission. Like, I had the same feelings kind of, I don't know, this may be kind of bad. I'm comparing this WrestleMania to, like, watching Suicide Squad. Suicide. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Let, let me... How many suicides have you watched? <laughs> Whoa, oh, come on now. Don't let me, let me, Whitten, let me ask you... And Spencer, like a question or verify or clarify real quick. Um, do you besides the bugs match? We'll go over that later. But all the other matches, you think that the ma- matches themselves were bad, or people were just butt fucking tired of wrestling for seven hours, and the crowd wasn't into it, so it kind of affected how you saw it as well or enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I think the matches themselves. Um, I don't remember the exact. Uh, God, how many? There was like three or four that I was like, oh man, these yeah. should have been awesome, and they just weren't. Um, Goldberg Lesnar might have been in that in that mix, and that was actually good. Um, but Ro- Roman Taker, um, yeah, Bray and uh, Randy, and then the women's SmackDown match. I want to say, yep. all, all three of those are pretty underwhelming. 
Yep. Yeah, I would I, I would agree. I mean, the crowd was a little bit out of it. Yes. Yeah. And, and they needed kind of a pick me up, but those matches were bad. But but like but like I was saying, you're watching the first part of the show, and, and you're it's looking really good. You're getting really excited to it, and then it gets to the middle, the performance slash the squad getting together, and then it's finally time for the last couple matches to really drive this home show. Those home. home Tom, thank you. Uh, AKA the squad going on their mission, uh, and it just it didn't deliver. Hey, real quick, I just it's, do a, a quick straw poll. Um, who has seen Suicide Squad? Me twice, okay. sadly. <laughs> twice, <laughs> me. Oh, me. Okay, it's cool. So everyone's seen it. Okay, cool. Everyone's yeah, seen it. Not me. Not me either. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've never seen it. Okay, okay. Well, I think. Okay. Mullet's seen because, enough for all of us. Because I made a promise to Steve that I would watch it with him because I kept teasing. You'll hear it on the bonus episode of Married with Movies, <laughs> patreon.com slash arcade audio. reaping all the benefits. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. to hear me watch it with Steve for the first time because I had to hear his thoughts on fucking racist killer croc. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, in the, in the end, great setup, but just didn't really hit it home so i'm was it better than was it better than going to 28 no i think 28 was better as far as the whole show is concerned but agreed it, but it was still i still enjoyed it i still had a great time i'd still give the show probably six and a half seven out of ten uh so so yeah if i if i if i can go back and say would i go again yeah i would i would go again Six and a half uh, is probably pretty accurate. That was going to be my score, Rich. So I uh, think it's a show that crystallizes well. Um, the more time in between it. I, yeah, I think it was a, a solid show with, and I'm, I'm a forgiving man. There were two things that were asinine. <laughs> 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 one of which one of which we all and if you were smart you prepared yourself for so I was fine when, when it happened I was unaffected mm. I wish I was more affected to be perfectly honest with you yep. the other thing <laughs> I never knew I'd see a giant piece of sperm go 85 yards <laughs> Hey, hey, I liked and it. I liked was it was somehow not the worst graphic in the match involved. Yes, it was. It was bad. It was worse than the bugs. It was. It was worse, it was than, worse the than the bugs. It was choppy. It was choppy. It was yeah. awful. The, the heels and heels put it back. It was, it was a great idea on paper. It was it was probably something that someone pitched. It's like, yeah, that sounds cool as hell. And then you see it, and they're like, well, we spent $85,000 on it, so... We got to kind of use it now. They pitched it the night before. That's why there's like, ah, fuck it. Just put it in. Yeah. It, it was, it looks fucking terrible. <laughs> that, that's the reason why they fucking had this feud and had Orton join the whites for that fucking moment. They, it wasn't a night before thing. That's six months in the making minimum. And then the buildup. He comes, <laughs> he's going to be pissed. We're, <laughs> we're going to develop the technology for a snake to follow you down to the ring. And then Vince, um, it looks like a piece of sperm. 
that's having a seizure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sperm. The sperm. The sperm. Yeah, the sperm in my butt. Um. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I kind of echo everyone's thoughts. Uh, it definitely, I like how Rich put it. Uh, the show crystallized well. I have gone back and rewatched most of it. I've, I've skipped around and watched the stuff I've really wanted to watch. Um, it's is a very, very good two-and-a-half-hour show <laughs> that's sadly a five-hour show. Um, so if it's truncated... Well, it, well uh, let me scratch that. It is a good four-hour show of a seven-hour show. Yeah. If you count the pre-show. Um, yeah, everyone pretty much hit it. It's, it's definitely better than last year's WrestleMania, but the fucking match that the two guys in the crowd were having as we entered the building was better than last year's <laughs> WrestleMania alone. Um, fuck, I missed that. Yeah, like everyone was like just stirring. I watched it on it was on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> so you can go go find it on Twitter. Um, it's somebody dressed as was, I think Warrior and and Austin. I think there's Warrior Austin. There was a flare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw the flare. Um, I would say, and Rich can back me up. Probably of the three WrestleManias we've seen seen live, the worst of the three. But that's not a detriment on this WrestleMania because we saw two fucking really good WrestleManias. Yeah, we've we've been we've been spoiled, very lucky and spoiled and blessed. Yeah. So, and I would agree with Spencer's sentiment that the last three matches, Sands, Brock Lesnar, and Goldberg, even though that is a sub five minute WrestleMania title match, you know, leave you with a certain taste in your mouth. Um. So. Instead of going match by match, because I know we also want to discuss kind of... Well, let, let me pitch it to you guys. We haven't pre-planned this. Do we still kind of want to go match by ma- match briefly? Because um, a couple of them I think we could probably knock out pretty quick. Or instead, do we kind of want to break it up into favorite, least favorite, and then like if we don't have to tackle... like, Do we have to talk about the Raw women's match? I, think, like, I don't think so. I think if if whatever you have to say has already been said, don't say anything. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Right. I'm fine with yeah, that. Let's, yeah. Let's go cool. match, match by match, and it's like, oh yeah, let's just not even talk about this one. You know, let's be adults. Well, let's let's try while we're there to also discuss whatever's happened with the shakeup as well, because I think we can just truncate it and and hit it beat by beat by beat. Because I don't think there's anything on here that isn't related to the shakeup, sans call ups. So. Yeah, that's not that's not good. Cool. Uh, well, this one's easy because the shakeup because two of the cruiserweights don't exist in the shakeup. Um. Neville well, and Aries. What, well, Kalisto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't know what else. I don't know how you're going to have him on Raw and not be in the mix with the Cruiserweights. He was the second person eliminated in the Battle Royal. He was eliminated before Simon Gotch, who was released. Who, who, Austin Aries? Which Von Villain got released? <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. All right, cool. What did you and, then I, and then I and then I watched the other one uh, job out to who do you job out to? Uh, Dillinger. Dillinger. There you go. Well, that makes Dillinger. sense. Yeah. Who has more main roster wins than NXT wins? <laughs> what was your question, just now, Spencer? Oh <laughs> uh, no, we're we're good. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so Neville versus Aries. We I only saw like the back half of this, um, but from all everything that I've heard from a lot of people was maybe like. Pound, not pound for pound, but through and through the best actual wrestling match of Mania. Um, I don't know if anyone can confirm or deny that or have any th- other uh, opinions. I mean, on it, I thought but... it was true because I mean the only, yeah. I mean the three my my picks for best matches in no particular order are the la- the ladder match, 
uh, Lesnar, Goldberg, and Shane and AJ, and none of those are wrestling matches. Yeah. So yeah, probably. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's very very true. Um, and obviously we're gonna get more of this payback, so I think we'll have a bigger spotlight. Uh, again, Tope, the at-home perspective. Not gonna lie, missed the entire pre-show. <laughs> uh, what WrestleMania did you see? Because I know somebody <laughs> fell asleep during the main event. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. I went to the uh, Knicks-Celtics game uh, that day. Uh, decided to do some car bombs with some people I was with. And by the time I got back, it was 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should also address, now we're on the subject of alcohol. That, oh, um, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the most <laughs> unenthusiastic thank you ever. <laughs> the worst thing is I was actually serious. Uh, so, um, speaking of falsely during the main event, I fell asleep during the main event. <laughs> and per Witten's, uh, Witten's, uh power which was so mean in hindsight and foresight. He wanted me to do a shot for every Superman punch and spear, a match I was going to be on like at 11 o'clock on a Sunday. That was very mean. Like, that was the worst punishment ever. Uh, so I fell asleep during the match, and I was like, it's 12 o'clock. I'm not doing this. Uh, so when I can, how do you want to do this? I can do this now during the podcast. I can space it out. I can black out whenever you want me to, sir. You let me know. <laughs> well, if you want my perspective, uh, I I can do at your leisure. If you don't, I'll do them right now and good night. And I just want to point out that we're recording two shows tonight, so that second show might be lit, but the thing, son. If we... but, but, the, but the thing about it is, is the second show is all about the indie shows, which unfortunately Tope was not there for. So we, we, could get get funny, we could we get, get funny. We could get funny. Rash assumptions just based off name alone. That's 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 a possibility. <laughs> oh, that is a good possibility. I mean, th- 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 I'm not trying to kill the comedy of this, but just know, after four, I'm going to be useless. <laughs> after five, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that how many you owe? What's no, I owe nine. I owe nine. Nine. I mean, also Understand Win. this, Witten and Rich and Spencer, because you guys gutted him to do this as well. When I what well, I do, I didn't get, I didn't do shit. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you. No, because I originally made it to be shots of beer. You yeah. guys are like, no, do it with Fireball. You're, you're the Swag Squad champ. Use your powers. I, listen, Witten. When you have powers, you have responsibilities, and when you have responsibilities, you need to be a man that makes decisions on your own. Yeah, Witten, oh, you're the oh, dick here. Heavy lies oh, a crime, my friend. Don't you yeah. do? Don't you do that to me? Yeah. I wore Witten. a Triple H no ugly. One. No Jersey. One, no one made you do anything, man. All right, all right. Just to get back on the subject. Also, he could have been more of a dick because if he added the Goldberg Spears, it would have been like fifteen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he I, had Roman I almost Reigns. tried to. I he almost, had Roman Reigns Spears. I know, but, I, but if he just said Spears and Superman punches, just like in general, it would have been great. Because I think there was a bullshit super like Mojo Rawley hit his stupid punch in the corner, which still counts. Oh, uh, so, okay. Tope, it's it's. It's up to you. I would rather you like be coherent for this show. Uh, we are coming up to Lethal Lottery season, so maybe that's the podcast to do it on in like three or four weeks. Yeah, I'll do like once every. We use those usually go like two and a half hours. I'll do the math. Probably like one shot every like ten minutes. Well, yeah, we'll <laughs> get really loose. Yeah, we'll <laughs> just really loose. We'll figure it out. 
I will oh, also yeah. remind Wade that he technically still has one power left. So that uh, that I do hold hold it. When when is the next Twitch tournament? Next Wednesday. So do you have that? Uh, Augie, thoughts on Neville and Aries? Um, I think I was this when I said I missed. I think I did. I catch like the second half or something when I finally found my seats. But it took me like five minutes to like put my head up because I was so pissed off about being lost. Um, good fucking mad. Like I thought. They got a decent reaction too for being on a pre-show. Um, yeah, that's a fucking what I what I expected from Neville and Aries. Yeah. Uh, I can't. There's no other notes. Yeah, I, I got nothing else to say. I think we should move on. Cool. Anybody else have anything extra to add? Nope. Move it on. Nope. The what TJP heel up? turn. Nothing. Move on. I got nothing. Move on. Yeah, no, I'm down with that. Me too. I'm fine with it. If, if only because it means he's not handing out his dumbass glasses to fucking like seventeen-year-old women in the audience. <laughs> what, what? Yeah. What else are they gonna do with him? No, like, man. Fuck it. Yeah. I. You know what? I'm even more for it because we get to see TJP act now. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 if you didn't envision this when I said it at home. When I say act, I'm closing my fist <laughs> and bringing it into my chest. <laughs> act. Richard, Better or worse, Peter Parker as a heel or uh, <laughs> TJ Perkins? Yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> 3, sorry. Oh, that's a good question. And he does do fucking finger guns still, too, just like yep. fucking Peter Parker does, too, except he posters them in his fake holster. Ugh, he turn- did do that. He does do that. <laughs> Little bitch, I hate him so much. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> uh, can we officially call TJ Perkins a? F- <laughs> can we bring that back just no. for him? No, no, we can't. No, that's no. not making no, sense. I'm okay with us not doing that. All right, <laughs> overruled. Right. Fuck it, all of them with you. Fuck them. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Uh, we'll leave it so we're gonna sound horrible. Battle <laughs> <laughs> uh, Royal. Battle Royale, which are the cruiserweights we're in. A perfect segue. Uh, Mojo Raleigh won. Um, I mean, the MVP of days. that match was the security woman. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Yep. I mean, she won, she won the, the fucking armbar. Who did anybody watch NXT last week? She I, was the I one did. that... She was the one that escorted El Vagabundo out. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> by herself. I think she might be a new character. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think they signed, like, hold on, let me look at what random persons. I think they signed, like, I don't know, uh, Chad Gable's mom. <laughs> like, Is that, like, security? Linda's, like, Linda McMahon's, like, super younger sister that, like, they were just so apart in age that they never really knew each other. But she like came back around. The DNA test proved to be positive, so it's like Linda give her a job. Yeah, that's Glinda McMahon. Uh, <laughs> just like everyone, everyone thinks that uh, Vince McMahon is actually an actor, and the real Vince McMahon's like underground somewhere. Same deal. <laughs> so like the fact I... that she has her husband's last name, her sorry, her yeah. her brother-in-law's last name. <laughs> well, with name, I mean, you don't, you're not going to change it to McMahon <laughs> if you're technically a part of the tree. Touche. Uh, only thing I will say is I'm really glad Mojo Raleigh won this eight days before Braun Strowman became the best wrestler on the roster. Um, yeah. Wait, should we talk about that now? Because I don't know we're going to get another chance. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, well, yeah. that segment on Raw. First of all, this might be the best Raw in the last I don't year since I've been watching at least. Yeah, because they had right? half of the SmackDown roster on it. <laughs> That's the thing, man. <laughs> Bring all the, the hard work that SmackDown did. 
steal it, just straight up steal it, put it on your show, probably squander it in two weeks, whatever. But the other half of the show was Braun Strowman just beating the fucking piss out of Roman Reigns. Man, that sounds like a fucking uh, Vince McMahon wet dream all over again. Let me let me raid the talent from another show <laughs> and then feature a strong giant. Beating up my, my baby face who will ultimately vanquish him. Yeah, fucking and Vince then... was jerking off for three hours. Well, well so was I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Finn Balor can't spell two plus two. Oh, well, yeah, it's not his fault. Wait, what happened? He got uh, fucking. You didn't. You see the Finn Balor Jinder Mahal match and that yeah. replay of Jinder Mahal stiffing the fuck out of him with an elbow. Yeah, he legitimately gave him a concussion. Oh, oh god damn it! Well, you know the thing yeah. is, it's really not either guy's fault because Jinder doesn't know how to use his newfound strength that he just got two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For... <laughs> He's on his third cycle in like a week. Yeah, for real. Holy shit. This is a uh, this is a uh, a callback to uh, basically the entire weekend. Like an entire kindergarten class. Someone found the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. If we can't get real Mauro, I'm glad we have you. Keep the spirit you alive, man. I'm trying, baby. Look, look, look baby. I'm with you. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about it yeah. really at all other than I just want to mention, did you hear that there were like uh, – what was it? A fire JBL chance? I don't remember what they were, but they were Good. like there were fire JBL chance at this uh, this past fire week's Bradshaw, There was That's Moro was. signs. Uh, there was a JBL bullied me sign that was confiscated because yeah. the guy literally went right up to Bradshaw and was like putting it in his face. Apparently, yeah. Um, so fuck so, JBL. Yeah, but he's a trash fuck human JBL. being that deserves to be fucking trashed. Mm-hmm. I hope that we have to revisit this topic in several weeks. And then we'll get we'll talk to you about it then. But for now, let's talk about fucking Mojo Raleigh's stupid ass. Uh, I yeah, kind of I, wanted. I, I hate when... the man, so I'm in. Impar- I, I can't be impartial. Uh, I, I can't. I can't. I just can't. I, I, can't. I legit and thought this Gronk was going to jump the barrier and win the armbar and become a new wrestler, a la Mongo, Mongo McMichael, and I was down with it. Yeah, of course, Widen. I was gonna, I was gonna say, football season's not going on right now. He ain't doing anything. Mm-hmm. He's been at two wrestling shows. Just go ahead, and just, just go ahead and make a Mojo Raleigh's tag team partner. Yeah, just go ahead and do that. Cena's gone. We need a new Cena. He's been to exactly. more shows than Cena since Mania. Oh God. Fuck <laughs> it. Uh, Augie, anything on the on the armbar? I don't give a fuck. It turned out that Luke Harper, who had a very, very good six months, was unceremoniously eliminated by Titus O'Neil. I'm a battle royal purist. I, I love me a good battle royal. And the the Andre battle royal for the past, since its inception, has been pretty good. And it's made a lot of sense. This one didn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> Titus O'Neil eliminated Luke Harper. Sami yeah. Zayn was eliminated by Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Sami Zayn didn't. And get a fucking intro music. I was pissed. The Chinese guy from NXT, whose name I will not say, <laughs> eliminated like three people. Yeah, you're not wrong. That all sucks. I, I forgot about Luke Harper, oh, which is bullshit. Wait, one positive note on the Andre Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, what the hell is that? The big guy's name from NXT. Killian Dane. Yeah, fucking great showing by him. Yeah, yeah, big demo. Big demo had a good weekend on from NXT, which will be on next week's show. We'll, we'll lump NXT into the Indies because you know it's fun. Um, yeah, I legit at one point was like, "Is he gonna win this thing?" Yeah, so, I thought so too. Yeah, it went cool. 
Uh, yeah, uh, from from bell to be- from be- opening bell to closing bell for that match, that was the one thing that sort of made sense. Everything else was illogical and stupid, and lived in the upside down. <laughs> and <laughs> American Al- American Alpha Musos are in that match for no reason. Yeah, um, and and Braun was out in like the first leg of that match, mm-hmm. and, 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 and and Big Show and, and Big Show, and too. Big Show but. As as I said for our Pick'em show, if Braun doesn't win this thing, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, the next night he gets his heat back. Incredibly, I mean, if you're going to keep fucking yo-yoing Braun Strowman like that, he's going to eventually have to become an earth mover. <laughs> yeah. Tell, all right, so now you're going to have Mojo Rawley run around like a goddamn kid without Ritalin for the next six months and do nothing. I mean, or you know, that's the other Braun thing Strowman. is, is you're going to have fucking Mojo's name like associated with that from now on, which is like, you know, not the most prestigious thing in the world. But in 10 years, we're going to have to keep being reminded that Mojo Rawley was a thing. Yeah. Or we could have Braun Strowman use that trophy in the middle of his murder fest. <laughs> and it would have been golden. Uh, I would have rather had watched Zack Ryder like. Fuck no, you wouldn't have Then watch Mojo Raleigh win that battle royal. I would watch that. Yeah, <laughs> he he needs like, some new help. Uh, him and Emma broke up. So. Yeah, it's a sad, yeah, it's a sad, he's, it's a sad day. He's with uh, he's with uh, one of the TNA women now. So yeah, he needs all the help he can get. Anything Emily, else? Emma sucks too, by the way. But we're not gonna talk about that. Go ahead. She's not Emmalina. She's Emma. No, whatever the fuck. Yeah, get it right. We have Lana Lena now. That. Uh, nothing else on the battle royal nope uh one thing real quick i I feel like it's it's the kind of match where if you're not gonna make it important make it the shittiest shit you can so no one gets hurt by it and that's what they picked it's like if if braun or someone who can use is not gonna win it cool make it about gronk coming in (laughs) tackling the dude no one gets hurt by it because no one cares or remembers. Yeah, this I mean, was all, this was also good, Rich. Sorry. Well, and, and this is a lesson to learn uh, in WrestleManias going forward, as if we haven't been able to learn it for the last 20, 30 years. Is they're going to try to get their Sports Center moment, they're going to mm-hmm. try to get their yeah. Access Hollywood moment, and they're mm-hmm. going to try to get their overall buzz moment. They got all three though. Was this they're the only? Three. Was this the only celebrity moment? The only other one was Jimmy Fallon in the crowd, which they yeah. did the Tonight Show in Orlando, and I signed up for two days of tickets, and I didn't get any. Sorry, I wouldn't. Don't support uh, that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> really. They also... They also um, this was also the match along with the next one where they needed to pay for Rob Gronkowski because these were the two matches that the betting odds were heavily in somebody's favor and they switched it. Mojo was like plus 3,000 to win the Battle Royal, and he did. And Baron Corbin was the overwhelming favorite to win the Intercontinental title over Ambrose. I think Ambrose was like plus 1,500, and Ambrose won. So that paid everyone's salary for the evening. Man. Um, this match is on the pre-show. I didn't. I did not see this match. I was trying to get Little Caesars pizza. It was probably a better use of your time. <laughs> well, because it was the battle royal ended at what, like six fifteen. I was like, oh, we yeah. have forty five minutes until the show starts, and those are the only two pre show matches. Okay, I'll be right back. Yeah, like, and then right I, at... did, I did. 
like right after you left, hear... their uh, ref yeah. came in the ring. So I was just like, oh, well, something's going to happen. Yeah. And it was fucking was... Charles Robinson. So I was like, what? What is yeah. this? And then, yeah. I was so deep in the bowels of this building trying to find pizza that I didn't hear entrance music or any crowd reaction. <laughs> so <laughs> I, literally, I literally like came into the precipice of the arena again. I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> also, that's because one of those didn't happen. What, entrance hey, what? music? No, no crowd, crowd reaction. I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I, I think I think the only cl- crowd reaction was when because because I mean they didn't even like announce the match like all of a sudden Corbin's theme music just starts and I think everyone's reaction was what what everyone's reaction was ah oh, poor Dean yep. yeah honestly yeah. Uh, the honestly the only real takeaway from this match is that they had the better version of this match on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think the lesson we're finding out is that, uh, hey, Dean, just in case, don't show up to the Hall of Fame blitzed and high and fucking drunk out of your mind because they're going to get you back at WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> strike what you Dean, said. your life, man. Yeah, I, I second what Augie said. Hey, Dean, you do you, dog. Like, they're going to hey, fuck you at WrestleMania anyway, so fuck them. Yeah, you know what, man? Have fun. Hang with yeah. RVD once a year, and then talk to your <laughs> yeah. wife. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're off the uh, off the market. Uh, the only other thing, I'm not going to do my yearly Hall of Fame recap. I will say that at some point we do need to address with Ricky Morton him thanking Kevin Nash in his Hall of Fame speech for keeping him relevant. Uh, that needs to be addressed. We have a lot to do, and I'm sure he's still covered in beer cans and spit over the fucking weekend of WrestleMania. So we'll let him stew on it and get there. Later. Is that fair, Rich? Why are you asking me? He's the, you're the only one that fucking sees uh, well, him. I'm his handler. You're right. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are. Also, Robert Gibson definitely defaulted on returning that suit to Men's Warehouse. Anything else on Ambrose and Corbin? No. Nope. nope. Should, should, we, should we talk about <laughs> no. the main event of SmackDown since, uh, since uh, Rich mentioned well, it? Well, one uh, thing about Corbin. Well, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say... Uh, the, the match was fine, and now uh, I felt like they had to, like, even the 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 tally, and then Ambrose is on Raw for no reason. So, and now Corbin is not getting a U.S. title shot, so I, I don't, as much, as many misgivings we may have about him, you know, he's got a little momentum. I, I, I don't know if it's getting taken out now or, or what, but... Um, I'm fearful. Wait, I'm wait, Cor- Corbin was in a match with AJ Styles. No, no, no. I'm talking about the next Tuesday after Mania. Oh, the street I... fight with Ambrose. Oh, the, oh, the street yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it was a good It was a fine match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. should have had a street fight at WrestleMania for sure. There's no reason not yeah. to have done that. Yeah. So, I hate Baron Corbin, <laughs> but he's getting better, right? Yeah, he absolutely is. I watched that fucking Raw, or I think it was a Raw, and he had the match, and I'm like watching the match. I'm like, God damn it, this is actually pretty fucking entertaining, and I don't want to like it. It's weird. But anyway, he's getting better. I'm gonna say no, Uh, because (laughs) those two matches, uh, the one on SmackDown with Dean, the street fight. Dean's good in street fights. I've I've seen Dean live have street fights on SmackDown uh, with multiple partners, uh, and he's very good in them. He knows how to carry a street fight. Uh, and in that triple threat, um, all... Well, he's in a match with Sami Zayn and AJ. Exactly. <laughs> so, we saw him in a triple threat live, Spencer and I, yeah. with AJ and Dean. And all he did was fucking throw punches 
rest and, holds. And throw people into the stairs and rest holds. And everyone else did all the shit that you care about. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Don't be fooled. I, don't be fooled again. Uh, what I was saying was I don't know. Like, everybody kind of has something coming out of the shakeup. Um, and he's somebody who I feel like they built on SmackDown, and they literally left him with, like, nothing. Unless he's just going to wrestle Sammy now for the next few weeks, which is fine, but that's that's what we don't want either person. Or or if Orton does keep the title after payback... You shut your mouth! <laughs> I think... I think I'm Corbin just thinking of all avenues here. ...be friends. I think Orton and Corbin should be the wolf and the viper. <laughs> And become like a parable or something. I think Orton should trip and fall into a fucking hole and stay there. I mean, that's a... And then Baron Corbin accidentally just falls in it as well. Because he's not paying attention. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just going to keep saying it until our money in the bank pick him show. Man, I'm really scared I'm going to see a briefcase in his hands. Because there's so many good things that can come from it. And we're not going to get any of them. Uh, the main WrestleMania show. Uh, show opened with New Day doing some Final Fantasy thing. Apparently, they were really pushing Final Fantasy. Good for them. Um, and then we were surprised with AJ and Shane starting. And I think it's a consensus that it was one of the three best matches of WrestleMania, if yep. not the best match on the actual show. Uh, yeah, I, anybody... I mean, Shane, Shane surprised the hell out of me. He, he like, busted out a good-ass match. Yep. Yeah, it... it, it, it accentuated his positives, hide his negatives, which is mostly just punching, and, it, it, you know, AJ yeah. is uh, AJ is really good at what he does. And also, uh, it told a very good story even within the ring. Um, dating back to the Go Home Smackdown where AJ's telling him, this is a wrestling match, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to pull your, you know, jump off of 50-foot things or whatever, which, like, he still tried to do some of that stuff, but Shane was also surprising AJ with actual wrestling moves, yeah. which is really cool. And and AJ's face of surprise was really telling that story a lot. Um, and a, 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 a B plot, if you will, is how damn majestic AJ looked in the wind. <laughs> AJ Styles is one hell of a goddamn dilf. And... <laughs> <laughs> If anything good came out of WrestleMania, it's that hair in the wind meme. It was just beautiful. Uh, Tope is the first match you saw that day. Uh, I think the best match on the entire card. Just honestly, it's the fact that it was like a wrestling match <laughs> that would surprise the hell out of me. Because obviously, Shane's gonna do his thing where he jumps off of shit and he does crazy stuff, which he did. But it was a wrestling match, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. And funny, I was while while we were uh, talking, I was looking through like so I didn't know how many one on one matches Shane's actually had where it wasn't a gimmick. So I just looked it up, and one on one wrestling matches he's had has been with Jericho, HBK, Kurt Angle, and The Rock. So it's Jesus, a very must be fucking so, nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fucking <laughs> and, life. Good on you for leaving Xbox off that list, Tope. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did that for you. You're welcome. Uh, which also was like the best match on that WrestleMania was Xbox and Shane McMahon. Um, yeah, he he he's got a stigma to him, but you know what? With the right dancing partner, as Tope just laid out, 
he's going to be fine. And if you suspend your disbelief a little bit and enjoy the ride, trust in trust in everything. Uh, Wyden, Augie, Rich, anybody else kind of have uh, oh. takeaways? I like that the... Good. Uh, we said the same thing. Sorry. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the conclusion... On, no, you're fine. The conclusion on uh, SmackDown the uh, two days later, where just AJ shook a Shane's hand. That, that was a really fun little microcosm of who these two guys are. That, and it was also... Um, Great to see somebody, like, proud of where they were. Like, SmackDown reps SmackDown, dog. Yeah. And uh, it was yeah. awesome to see AJ going, I don't want to fucking go anywhere. Right. Yeah, like, John Cena and Undertaker can, like, pay all the lip service they want. By the end of the day, they're not putting the money where the mouth is. AJ Styles is fucking, he built SmackDown. I was yeah. this incarnation SmackDown of it. SmackDown Live, yeah. SmackDown Live, yeah, exactly. The one, thing, the one thing I will say is that while it is while everyone was a little bit surprised that this match came on first, uh, after the match, I think everybody was happy that this match was first. Yeah, totally set the tone. Yeah. Set a great tone. Uh, yeah. SmackDown's been around 18 years, and after The Rock, I think in six months, AJ Styles is more synonymous with SmackDown <laughs> than anybody else. <laughs> third, is, third is Teddy Long. <laughs> I feel like it was The Rock, AJ Styles, and Teddy Long. The um, uh, One last you, note Ed. about this... Uh, uh, Shut up, Joe. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, about this sh- this match opening it, uh, opening the show that actually does kind of scare me is AJ is so easy and so well suited to open a big show such as WrestleMania that I'm worried that he'll never actually have like a main event or semi main event match because it's going to be so tempting and fitting for him to get things started off with a huge bang uh i i get your point but i'm not because just the how stacked of one-on-one matches they had this wrestlemania they i think they just something needed to open the show uh but also he was pitched to work Shawn michaels so instead he worked shane mcmahon i think he's gonna be fine they obviously want him positioned as a big deal they obviously um, want a lot of things going into WrestleMania, and how many of those ever actually do come to fruition, though? Well, that's because motherfuckers can't stay healthy. God damn it, pussies. One last thing yeah. I do want to mention. Oh, sorry. Did I get yeah. you off? Oh, no. I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you just mentioned the New Day. I just briefly want to say I was very happy with how little the New Day were there. Not not because they're bad, but because it really just kept the show humming along. They They came out. Like once and a half, they were like good Oscar hosts. Yeah, exactly. They came out. They, they said, "Hey, uh, just kidding." There's a there's a little mix up with the tag team match, and then later they came out and announced the attendance record. That was it. There were no backstage segments. It, the show, for as long as it was, really clipped along just because they had fucking thirteen total matches. Well, I also so wonder like, if they took a page out of fucking uh, Wrestle Kingdom. You know, it's like, yeah, here there's gonna be nine or ten matches, but they're just gonna they're just gonna fly. Yeah. Um. I, the last thing to, like, the summary from SmackDown was uh, I, I always like the the turn, because AJ's a babyface now for all intents and purposes. Yeah. He's still smug, he's still confident, but I love just the subtle, you know, good job, shake hands, and that's all it is. You don't have to fucking save him from a beatdown. You don't have to have some huge philosophical change. Yeah. No, that's all it is. I respect you. I'm still the same guy. You can cheer me now. Cool. That's all we needed. Thank you very, very much. Um, 
KO and Chris Jericho is next. Um, I'll just say my little piece. Uh, it was exactly what I figured it would be. Uh, I think they'll go balls to the wall at payback. Still a good match. Uh, finger kick out, finger on the ropes was oh, yeah. glorious. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was nothing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just moved moved it right along. Um, and who else has U.S. title thoughts? No, I, I mean the finger spot was so good. I mean, other other than that, yeah, I got nothing else to say. But oh, also, it was nice seeing a Chris Jericho countdown again using the list theme. Loved it. Yep. Sad that we're only oh, gonna yeah. get one more. Sad we're only going to get to see it one more time. <laughs> I, Congratulations, I, I, Moscow! Fauzi's on its way. <laughs> I, I, I will say this after when it came to the whole shakeup and. Owens being on SmackDown and like trimming down his beard. Somebody, and I don't know who, somebody tweeted out a picture, a side by side picture of him and James Corden. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. Man, it's crazy how much younger he looked, though. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I like it. I, I love it. I, I think he should definitely stick with that. Yeah, I, I think so too. But I also, I do like that, that idea of, uh, you know, new show, mm-hmm. new appearance. Yeah, like, it looking nice. Yeah, it's like a well, blue tie on. Yeah. Uh, I, I, w- were you worried at all? Maybe, maybe it was just me, but I was worried when he was go- when he came out that he was going to be s- uh, upset that he was on SmackDown, and he wasn't. He was like, "Nah, like this is my show." Yeah. Like, I, w- I don't know. For some reason, I was like, "Oh, I hope he's into it." That was that was basically the the promo I was expecting. Is okay. like, "Cool, this is my new show now." Cool, and it's the the mm-hmm. Kevin Owen or you know whatever he called it, right? right. But, yeah, uh, I was I was just sort of. I will say what I that. don't like. I don't need this fucking Canada gimmick. I don't know why they fucking stuck him with that. Like I'm going to be the U.S. title holder, and I'm from Canada because Canada's better. Also, Boston sucks. Like, all right, what what year is this? Is this '85? Uh, they can't help themselves. I know. And and uh, that is actually like Montreal and Boston have like a weird thing. Yeah. I so like it was sort of playing into like sure. some hometown heat. Sure. Uh, I, I agree. Uh, overall, he that that is shitty. Right. Um, he did kind of stick to his guns a little bit on Talking Smack later. And I was like, oh, really? That's what I'm most excited about is we get Kevin Owens on Talking Smack. Big time. Yeah, we, we lose Miz, but we gain a KO. Yeah. Oh, we, we gain two people for Talking Smack with Owens and because we probably won't talk about him, Rusev. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um, also, don't forget, New Day on Talking Smack is going to be a lot of fun true. probably Damn. as well. Yeah, true. Oh, my. And also, just wait for the Jinnah Mahal pipe bombs. Look, the man. Boom. Look, man. <laughs> he, we got to see more out of Jinder on Talking Smack this week yeah. than ever before. Oh, I didn't and know he was on Talking Smack. He actually, he, actually came across, he actually came across pretty good. He, it, it wasn't terrible, and I think that's to the credit I, of Talking Smack and, and Dean. I honestly think you're underselling Dean. him, because I thought he actually did a pretty decent job. He did. All right, let me revise that. Can't wait for them shooting stars pipe bombs, though. Well, you say I, that, you know, but look, actually... I'm not joking, though. Like, they came on wearing their jeans. That Sinkara pipe bomb. He's gonna bring an actual fucking now, pipe bomb. Now you're crazy. <laughs> now you're a fucking crazy person. But but for real I'm though, trying. I'm doing everything I can. When 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 the uh, the damn uh, shooting uh, what were the shining stars? stars? Yeah yeah. I was like, oh god, these idiots. But then I was like, well, I don't hate their look. It's kind of weird, but New I don't look, hate it. More aggression. Yeah, and then they did their their cool <laughs> finisher, and I was like, 
Oh, okay. Look, here's the thing. And I was talking with Spencer about this uh, yesterday. Uh-huh. Like, if anything, the, the Raw with the Superstar shakeup did, it was, it solidified me as a SmackDown exclusive fan. Mm. Fucking Raw can go suck my balls. <laughs> I am blue brand till I fucking die. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I don't know why I was so supportive of that. Chope <laughs> is like, finally. But like, no, but Not- like ever since the, the brand split, like they've turned chicken shit into chicken salad. Absolutely. They have, they have, they have, we just did the fucking drug history at ECW. They have done their best in the, in that corporate climate to accentuate positives, hide negatives, mm-hmm. and have there been some blind spots? Yeah, the tag division could be a lot better. They've got the New Day now. It's They're going to have to focus on it. I just... I don't know, man. They just... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm literally a fan of that show. Yeah. Good. Uh, Augie, Tope, anything else? Augie, you got... For me. Augie, you got to see your boy at WrestleMania in a one-on-one match. That was fun. One of your boys. Augie, you're not there, are you? He's in the oh, I've, been on mute. I've been on mute this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I, missed, I missed your 15-minute dissertation on Raw vs. SmackDown. Uh, no, I, I, I'm i with you guys. I mean, fucking SmackDown's awesome. But I think the whole shakeup's going to make things a lot better for Raw, obviously. Yeah, uh, uh, for, um, no, oh, never mind. We're going to talk about it later because I really want to hear about uh, the certain debut of a certain strong style wrestler. Okay. That you guys were at live. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. Uh, women's title match. I made the joke earlier. Literally, the only thing I have to say is Nia Jax is going to fucking kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, straight up. Yeah. She's going to fucking kill somebody. She's really bad. It kind of makes me feel bad for her, though, because it's like, well, she shouldn't be there. And, yeah, she's not good enough. And she's going to kill somebody. And it's like, well, what the fuck is she supposed to do? Like, not work? You know, like, it sucks. Yes. Well, it's not her fault. You know what I'm it's not like she was like, oh, put me in. Like, I, oh, yeah, you should hire me because I know how to do PowerPoint and Excel. And then she gets to the job and she doesn't know how to do PowerPoint or Excel. Like, she told him from day one, it's like, dog, I should be on NXT. And they're like, well, you're on Raw now. I wouldn't be surprised Man. if she didn't even, like, say anything. They're just like, oh, who are you related to? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Come here. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. Go on, go on up. Also, I would rather watch her do PowerPoint or Excel <laughs> than fucking work a wrestling. Uh, match. I, I, sorry, uh, one, th- sorry. Uh, uh, just I need to get this out. I can imagine them recruiting Nia Jax the same way uh, Carmen got Token to be in the Christian band on, tr- <laughs> <laughs> on bass. Just like you know how to play bass. You know how to play bass. Yeah, so you're Samoan. Get up here. Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I think the shakeup came at a perfect time because you get Alexa Bliss and you get Mickey James, who both could essentially place heels. Take Nia Jax, knock her down, give her, let her train up, and then she, and then she can get back to it. I mean, she's she's been strong. It's just she's just had a bad couple of weeks. You're saying so, take her off TV for for a little bit so she can actually train. I, I interrupted Tope. Tope, what were you gonna say? No, I was. I, well, it's funny for what Witten said. I think the best thing is like saddle her, saddle her with Alexa. Let Alexa be the worker. Let her work on fucking house shows and have her be like Alexa's enforcer. The look that they yep. gave in their segment was great, and I would love for them mm. to do that. Yep. But mm. Naya should be fucking Alexa's heater. Yeah, because she could use a heater. 
and Nia gets to get her shots in, get over, and then in a year do the breakup. That, that's perfect. Because also, when I think actually they're positioning Mickey as a babyface now because mm-hmm. is going to take that heel spot. Yeah. True, uh, true. Naya should be to Alexa as Bad Luck Fale was to oh. Prince Devitt. Yeah. Can, can we talk mm. about Sakura Genesis real quick? No, we can't. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> um, so, I nope, sorry. I, I loved Alexa Bad coming in and, and immediately stealing Sasha's heel turn, like yeah. literally right out from under her. Uh uh, that was beautiful, um, and I don't look forward to uh, Raw ruining Alexa for me. Hey, um, real quick, I agree. Yeah. Uh, did y'all notice that Alexa was wearing those like awesome um, like skeleton hand gloves? Mm-hmm. I was very into that. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> she wore them when she was managing uh, Blake and Murphy in NXT. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. She would wear the 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 the, the Freddy Krueger the chain. Gloves. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I I thought I just assumed it was the same thing. No, no, these are like skeleton it. gloves, like you would wear to like a Misfits show. Yeah. So yeah. are you talking about like the mechanics gloves, like Sting's had for 15 yeah, years? Sort of. <laughs> They're like will, like uh, literally like like a, a costume that you would wear like as a like a skeleton man for a Halloween costume, like gloves for not, that. Not uh, not to sound like a pig, but I'm normally not looking at her hands. <laughs> hey man, yep. di- di- different strokes. That, that's Augie. Oh, Oh, you and me, man. We're right here. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Someone say different strokes. <laughs> yep. Moving on. <laughs> no. That's a great no. triple meaning there. <laughs> the one question the one question I will ask. The one question I will the one, one question I will ask to move us on from being chauvinistic. Uh yes. so the match so match ends with Bailey doing the elbow drop and getting the pen. She's has she ever gotten the pin with the elbow drop? There was not like, a finisher hit in this match. <laughs> you know, I I, I hope that yeah. she adopts the elbow drop as her finisher because I I'll yeah. take that. I also know you've any, never been a fan of the, the, the belly to the, belly. The belly. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not, I'm not I'm just, a fan anymore. I'm just wondering if that if like that match got like cut. Like if they were just like, all right, got to go home now. Hmm. I don't know that per se. I just think like I think they held back for whatever reason. Um, they knew they were what third from the top. They only had twelve minutes, which is less time they had for three of them last year. Uh, what else is there really for Charlotte and Bailey and Sasha to do together? There wasn't anything. So right, right. And, make it and, make it short, sweet, and to the point. And the actual booking of the match, Mullet, you called it like verbatim too on our yep. Pick'em show. It's it was the WrestleMania 2000 booking, except they flip flopped the heel and babyface winning. So, yeah. Any, anything else in that match? Nope. Cool. Uh, tag team ladder match was next. Uh, surprise. Um, we saw them wrestle. Uh, actually, uh, uh, you'll hear next week me being angry. I, I can't be angry now because they had a fucking two ladder matches to work in two days. But their match against uh, the Lucha Brothers was seven minutes at the main event of WrestleCon. <laughs> um, I actually went back on purpose to find out how short that match was. Uh, but it turns out the Hardys are back, and they're great. And oh, All right, so 2016 was fucking weird. That we loved The Miz and Matt Hardy. And now, like, it's 2017, and those things are still happening. <laughs> they're just not going away. I'm so confused. I will. I, I will say this, though. Good on like whoever thought of it to get the new day in their gear, yeah, and 
Because I'm thinking the whole time, like, there's no way. It's just going to be New Day. They're just going to put themselves in the match, and it's just going to be them. And I thought that the whole entire time until the music hit. And I was, I, even though I've heard it, I was genuinely surprised. Spencer, tell a, them what uh, what you asked me uh, leading up to WrestleMania. A few, like maybe like three weeks before WrestleMania, we were, we were hanging out with some friends, and I turned to Rich, and I was like, I, I, it was like right after the news broke that the Hardys were done with TNA, and I was like, Rich, and we're and we're basically a locked sign with WWE. Yeah, right, right. So I said, Rich, what are the chances they show up at WrestleMania? And Rich, Rich said, zero. They'll be at the, the Raw the next day, maybe. And I was like, come on, Rich. You can't say zero. There's always a chance. And he's like, I don't know, dude. We'll see. Man, I it was too good to believe. It was crazy. It was so crazy. I, I think once the match was made, the ladder match, sure, it made sense. They have a ladder match on Mania every year. It was the match of the most guys in it. Cool. I think at that point, like, my interest was peaked, but I still I didn't want to say it to be like, Oh, what if the hardest come back? Fucking stand up and fucking internet stupid. But it definitely was like a five or ten percent chance at that point. Mm. Uh, never mind the fact that they were literally working a ladder match twenty four <laughs> hours earlier. Um, so here's the other my thing. Question. I was, oh yeah, go ahead. Well, go ahead. And, and also well, just, just, just wrap to up. sort of defend myself. The reason why I said that is because they never do those big surprises at WrestleMania anymore. At Mania, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah it's, it's a fair point. They always wait till the next night on Raw. Yeah, right. So, hence Finn Balor. Like it's right. it, they did it they did it still uh, to answer Witten's thing they apparently this is from Observer and other dirt sheets they apparently like were worried they their physicals weren't going to be back in in time for them to be cleared to work because these motherfuckers Dan, like Daniel Bryan can't wrestle anymore and these guys have been doing that match for twenty years <laughs> so yeah that's their what I was brains say, like... are those their brains are spaghetti so the plan was. Obviously, if they pass their physicals, they're going to do it. But if they couldn't, they were going to add New Day to that match. So okay. what I want to know is... Apparently what, apparently what the rumors or the reports were. So. Right. Well, yeah, from what I understand, they were basically like signing autographs in the lobby of the hotel they were staying at. like at, 5.30. At 6 o'clock. Right. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of beat up. We're going to head to our room. And then clandestinely, with literally only like five people in the world knowing it, showed up to the backstage of uh, WrestleMania and just like walked straight through the hall, didn't talk to anybody, and went straight down the ramp into their match. That's that's I'm the, I'm, that's the reason why you keep watching. Yeah. It's because yeah. once every year, year and a half, they do they that shit you. where they get, not just you, they get everybody. They get yeah, like all the, but five people. The reactions the of the people. Like, go back and watch the reaction of Enzo More in the ring as he sees them come out and their music hits, and he is like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Like, <laughs> they told me I was winning. What the fuck? <laughs> so that was, that was my next question. If if the New Day inserts themselves, who who was going to win that match? Would Gallows and Anderson have retained? Yeah, I think Enzo and Cass would have won. Enzo and Cass. I think anything. It could have been Sheamus and Cesaro because yeah. they're the ones that are working the Hardys. I think it like, could have been any of them. I, yeah, total, total but, toss I, up. I also feel I, like Enzo and Big Cass were so over that it, the only the Hardys coming in would have been like a bigger pop. Sure. Oh, yeah. For a tag team to win. Uh, I tell you uh, uh, one thing: uh, Cesaro and Sheamus definitely didn't see him coming. I don't think uh, that that was gruesome. Uh, we because oh, I think we watched it live and we were talking about it afterwards. Oh. And we were like. Man, fucking Cesaro got it bad. Because Cesaro was the, Cesaro was the fucking Spike Dudley in that situation from seventeen, where like he murders Spike Dudley and Rhino gets like a boo boo. 
but go back and watch it again and watch all of Jeff Hardy's legs just destroy Sheamus. Uh, yeah, my favorite match personally of the evening, uh, which is saying something because ladder matches are on the show every fucking year, and they still manage to do new stuff or at least do things to bring the crowd into it. Uh, Tope? Uh, it, it was fantastic. It kind of sucked a little bit watching it live because Michael Cole is like, oh, New Day's going to be in the match. And it was just like a weird thing. They usually don't say stuff like that when it's obvious. And then it's like, okay, so it's not going to be the New Day. And I, but I still don't know who it was going to be. And then it happens. And it's like, what the fuck? And just awesome. I assume the biggest pop of the entire night live, but and you could Absolutely. fucking you yeah, could fucking crazy. hear through the TV. It was yeah. It was for for an outdoor arena when the sound normally travels up and it's hard to gauge. Like you could tell right a fucking way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rare you get that at a fucking dome stadium show like that. It's fucking rare. This um, was also uh, the fourth thing that uh, non regular watchers would come to me with it was yep. the engagement mm-hmm. it was the retirement it was gronk and then it was <laughs> oh i saw the hardy boys are back it's like i want to send you some clips <laughs> <laughs> but i don't want to talk to you about them <laughs> yeah it's like they're they've been they, they didn't go anywhere <laughs> but yeah they're sure they're back they're back they're back they're back i look forward to they, they won't be together by September, right? Because they're going to want Jeff Hardy to be much bigger than what he is. <laughs> I, I would say they're going to want Matt Hardy to be bigger. I mean, he'll be doing he'll be doing his thing. But when Jeff Hardy left that company yeah, in 2009, he was, he was like top. probably the biggest star in that company. <laughs> yeah, oh, legitimately. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And yeah. then he uh, showed up on top of an anus on a Monday night in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and and <laughs> I'm just imagining homicide trying to get out of that anus. <laughs> uh, and and here's the thing: like as as around as we've all come on on Broken Mat, and as much as I would love to see it. On WWE television, even if they just run the whole story back and like break them again, um, that gimmick in the universe of WWE is a mid card gimmick. Hmm. Yes, it is. Like Absolutely. just hands down, that will never headline a WWE pay per view. I was wrong about them being at, w- at WrestleMania, but I'm you know, so I hope I'm wrong again. But I will back you up, and I have the perfect. He will be. Best case scenario, heal our truth. Yes, he'll he get will, he'll he'll get a chance at it, and it'll be like event capital punishment. Yep, he'll get a soda thrown in his face by a fan, and uh, then he won't be able to spell words yep. and come out as a confederate. And then he'll be all be, kinds of fun, and he'll be teaming with Gold Dust in no time. <laughs> yep, and and smoking fake weed with Evan Bourne. Um, anything else on this match? Uh, the After Effects, none of these tag teams moved off of Raw. They are all still on Raw. Yeah, I was surprised that uh, the club didn't move one way or the other. I was surprised yep. that the cast didn't move. I thought that was a slam dunk. I could see uh, that, Because yeah. they weren't doing anything. They got beat, just like Tope's. Tope had a little, like, 
theory. A uh, little theory formula on like when people were moving, and pretty much everybody that lost moved, and they lost pretty soundly the same as Sheamus and Cesaro, and then they didn't show up live on Raw the following week, so made sense. But now I guess they yeah. kind of just have to wait and pick their spot. Uh, what tag team? Who moved? Oh, Heath Slater and Rhino. Okay. <laughs> I was I was wondering like who moved over to like the, the to be it's new. all they had to give. <laughs> oh, so it's the revival. So I mean, I, I think revival are probably the ones that take those straps, and then you can go back to Enzo and Cass, and you know. I I mean, yeah. Also, like as much as I love seeing the revival on the main roster, it it feels like a little bit of like double booking with them and Gals and Anderson, like both being sort of like throwback style teams. Mm. They're they're different enough in our eyes, but I don't know. I also. Do what I try to say I never will do in sort of fantasy book scenarios in my head. And whether AJ went to Raw or Club went to SmackDown, you know, you'll obviously fantasy book that. But worst case scenario, AJ went to Raw. I could have seen them as like sort of an anti-authoritarian against Stephanie group and been cool. That's all I want is for these guys to be cool. Well, they pretty much have lost every week since the Hardy Boys are back. So, yeah, no, they're... They're screwed. They're done. The, the tag division is is maybe too deep on Raw and not deep enough on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. And I mm. think the revival will strangely be fine. <laughs> I I wouldn't believe it earlier, but if they keep doing like the past two matches they've been doing, they're gonna they're gonna be fine. They'll yeah. they'll be okay if, at least for a little while. They'll if be they can okay. get people to take shatter machines like uh, Xavier Woods, then then we're fine. Well, they fucked that thing up so bad. <laughs> they they saved it. He looked so made it look great. Made it look good. Uh, anything else on this match? Nope. Cool. Uh, love is love is love. John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. Um, it was honestly everything that we expected it to be. I don't know what else there really is to say here, except uh, I don't look forward to Raw ruining The Miz for me. Yep. That is going to say. Yeah. I, I got one other thing to say. The Miz was fucking over at WrestleMania. Uh, you should have seen the Hall... I, so I, I watched the Hall of Fame when I was homesick yesterday. And uh, when Cena comes out to induct Angle, the first, like, two minutes, Cena can't get a words out because it's just Miz Chance. And I'm like, oh, what? That's what awesome. is going on? <laughs> and, like, Miz is sitting there going, like, me? Like, you're chanting for me? What? <laughs> Dad, are you hearing this? Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Requ- Candace Michelle. Required watching. Again. My son is a WWE superstar, and then Miz's dad doing red carpet. Okay, please tell me you've seen the Miz's dad and Luke Gallows try to fucking do sweet each other. <laughs> oh, no. Why would you tell me that exists? It exists! <laughs> Because okay, not to spoil any. I'm not going to give you the answer, but I want you to ask me how many fingers you think the Mrs. Dad the two sweet Luke Gallows. Thirteen. <laughs> Go watch the video. You're off by negative one. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, it was a nine-minute WrestleMania mixed tag match. Uh, it's. It's officially supplanted uh, Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire and Cherry and Savage is the best one uh, because I think that's like the only other one. 
Um, no, Sable had one. Yeah, it, it was fine. It, we all knew what it was going to be. And I think after Roman Reigns, the biggest boos of the night were for Al Roker. Oh, man. He took it in stride, though. Uh, yeah, he was fine. Chocolate Thunder, man. Chocolate Thunder. Yeah. Okay, have you have you begun paperwork to sue Al Roker for taking your uh, your second idea for a gimmick name? <laughs> uh, he paid me royalties. We're good. <laughs> now will you now will you sell him El Negro Loco? Absolutely not. Even though I don't own it, so I don't know how I could sell it. <laughs> Every year I fucking fuck up Cape Auggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's it. That's all he gets. <laughs> What'd your sister think um, of that match? No, um, the match itself was what I don't. I didn't want that to be Taker's last fucking match, but the way he wait, went wait, out. Where the fuck are you? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Taker Reigns. Oh, just time dashed. <laughs> I heard Taker Reigns. No, oh, uh, you bud, we're on John. We're on the marriage. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, they said take the reins. <laughs> take the rings. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. I think uh, we're Augie good. has a condition where uh, uh, it's not like a partial blindness, but it's partial deafness. Anytime someone brings yep. up marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I try to start a he fucked up chant. Video. Nobody would do it. Um. <laughs> Right, you openly tried to. You can. Oh, whatever. You think she knew before WrestleMania? Right? Yeah, she knew. Yeah, he proposed to her a month ago. Yeah, and she still kidnapped her way through it. Well, she had to. She had to spend the the past month signing all the paperwork. (laughs) She just finished before they got to the ring. Uh, Straw poll. Moment you were closer to crying during the proposal or the Undertaker? It's not even a so, fucking question. Yeah, nope. proposal. Tope. I was closer crying during the movie, the proposal, than the actual proposal. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the Taker. When I woke up and rewatched it. <laughs> um, it was Taker, but. To no credit of WWE's, it was me, while Undertaker was taking clothes off, <laughs> remembering, in my mind, Taker's career. I, I, I'll stop asking then, because I thought it was going to be closer than what it was. Um, it, well, I mean, it was, it was so close. Like, you know, yeah. I want, here's the thing. I wanted to cry more for the proposal. Let me put it that way. Me too. That, that thought didn't I, even cross my damn mind. I was like, this is a nice moment. Sure. Let's go. It's because you're a, you're well, a callous you're, one. I am callous. Okay. Although I will say, I, Take- similar to you, I, I, I shed a tear at Taker because uh, I'm watching these all these episodes of Raw. So right now I'm in 97. I, I Basically, seeing Taker live retire was closing a chapter on 20 years worth of matches I haven't even seen yet. <sighs> Cried more than Flair combined. Mm. I actually was just the proposal, but for a reason you won't. Okay, so the joke answer is for I take her. I cried for me. Cena, I cried for Cena. But for, <laughs> <laughs> good joke. That's yeah, good. It's good. But, but for but honestly, I got a little bit teary eyed for the Cena proposal. All right, cool. But the taker, I didn't cry because I was more in shock. I didn't mm. see that coming. I don't know why I didn't. I just like 
even as he was folding the clothes, I like I wanted to like look over Molly and go, what what's 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 happening right now? What the fuck's going on? And I was still in shock. Like I was like, no, this, this isn't it, right? I'm not That's sad not about it now. I'm not sad about it again. Just when you put it as like Undertaker's in the ring folding his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> When you say it like that, now it just sounds fucking silly and dumb. So, <laughs> doing his laundry. So, um, if I leave these here, uh, they'll be clean in the morning. Do I need to separate the whites from the darks? Because it's it's just all darks, baby. <laughs> it's just all yeah. it's one huge load. Don't dry. This is all leather, so you're gonna have to like dry clean it, like like you know, on its own. All right, uh, are we done on the proposal? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it was not. I'm acting like a like a jerk, but it, it was nice, even though I knew it was all you know pre planned. Yeah, when you were gonna have something? Uh, just I was. I cried more for Taker than the proposal because I'm married. Uh, I just like, dude, how much is that ring? Oh, like, uh, that, like, like I know it's from Tiffany. I know it's from Tiffany. Probably I just probably twenty by twenty, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a, lo- uh, a layer of padding, a layer, a layer of particle board. Yep. Microphones on does, the bu- underneath. Does that count as another Make-A-Wish for John Cena? <laughs> <laughs> we are done talking Fuck. about yeah. that match. Fuck. Nailed it. Um, two, just because I don't know any other time that we'll be able to tangentially get there uh, because of The Miz, and The Miz's promo on Tuesday was interrupted by... Shinsuke Nakamura. Man, Shinsuke has now shown up for like what? Total of 25 minutes instead of a total of like three words. <laughs> and he's never like, he's like the most overman of the world. Yeah. Which surprised the hell out of me because like, I don't expect people that know Shinsuke Nakamura in general are people who watch NXT or people who watch New Japan. And I just wouldn't have expected the majority of a SmackDown crowd to, to be those people. Or remember. Let's remember he was at a uh, Raw after Wrestle or SmackDown after WrestleMania crowd, yeah. so yep. a very smart audience. Yep. And then Boston, which is traditionally a smarter wrestling audience. Okay, fair, fair. The test will be when they work fucking Kansas Corpus, City Corpus and Christi. fucking yeah. Corpus Christi and well, Des Moines. No one's good in Corpus and Christi, places. right? Well, yeah, so, Corpus Christi, he might as well just not show up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want for WWE. Now, now, what you hope? Is that all of those people that are watching in all of those towns that you just mentioned are watching these, you know, coastal elite (laughs) smackdowns, liberal Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, seeing like, oh, this guy must be great. Oh, this is how we're supposed to act. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You could argue that's like, that's what happened with Finn. That's what happened with Enzo and Cass. They purposely debuted them in places where they were going to be fucking over like gangbusters. And that was half the battle was high profile situations and just getting the audience familiar with who they are enough to carry it through. Yeah. And then once he starts working and once he starts doing, I mean, they itself. debuted him with the violin already. I hope, oh, they, sign that. Oh I hope they sign that guy. So <laughs> I think, I kind of think they just like have him on retainer. Uh, Cause like the WWE Instagram, like name checked him. Like, well, if this guy's here, you know who else is. <laughs> and like, they tag him in it. Uh, they still so, have, like, their bullshit label, too, which, like, they might have just signed him to. Like, they signed the guy that does Wyatt's theme. He never heard anything about him since, but, hey, he's got a WWE record contract, whatever yeah. that means. So, 
Miz and Maurice are doing their their promo, and it's it's not bad. It's you know they're running back the same shtick, but it's fine. Um, and they turn off all the lights to the stage, and I'm sitting next to Spencer. Spencer's heartily enjoying the the Miz promo. I'm loving it, man. Yeah, yeah I'm just totally engrossed. Uh, slapping knee the whole nine yards, <laughs> uh, and I see them turn all the lights to the stage off. I'm like, interesting. And then I kind of tune which out I on the noticed, promo. but I didn't even give it a second thought. Right. And then I'm sort of still trying to stay focused. We're pretty far away from it. And then I just see a guy sort of standing. It looks like a dude. I see like a white something just standing sort of like halfway down the, the, the stage. And I'm, and I'm trying to look a little bit harder. And it looks like he's holding something. <laughs> and it looks like he's like holding a violin like on his hip. And I at that point, I'm just like, it's got to be. But I don't know if Spencer sees this. And I hadn't. And so I don't say a thing <laughs> because I am a great friend. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, the, the moment I notice it is the moment when the spotlight fucking hits the guy and he starts playing. And that's when I was like, oh, no. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the place like lost their mind. I, Shinsuke didn't even say one damn word that night at all. Um, I don't think he even actually wrestled on the show that you no. saw on TV. Um, but he did wrestle Dolph in a dark match afterwards. Yeah, during commercial, Dolph came out and cut a promo. Right. Um, that was not too unsimilar. Uh, it was pretty much like... They just ran it back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it was very much like, yeah, these people know I you. Was, I know this crowd. These people know you. Yeah, it was very much like, okay, cool. We, we ran the beta on last Tuesday. It seemed to work. Let's, yeah. just, let's just release it. I love that I said that as a bullshit joke to you guys, and you're like, well, it already happened. I'm like, oh, I was just fucking riffing. I just assumed as soon as the Miz went over... Who's the first person for Nakamura to cave their face in? Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's going to be fine. Uh, I'm so, a little worried that they're not going to let him talk. I think he needs to talk, regardless of how strange his accent might be. And he needs to do it without a mouth guard in his mouth. Yeah, that's not helping. Uh, yeah. He's yeah, already I mean, talked more than I thought he was going to talk at this point, and that's same. like five words. He's same. also already talked more than the Hardys have since they've been back on television. True. So there is that. Uh I'm, I'm worried about little changes that just are just going to be stupid that just piss me off. Like the font? The font, man, yes. The, the font. It, like, somebody called him, like, the artist, Shinsuke Nakamura, and I'm like, don't make that a thing. Don't, like, yeah. Hopefully that was just, like, a slip of the tongue fucking adjective. You know, um, uh, how about the vigilante? That'll work. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm so glad he's on SmackDown. Everyone thought he was a shoe in for Raw. I'm so glad he's on SmackDown, and my biggest fear when he's on SmackDown is AJ's going to Raw, because fuck, we don't get nice things. (laughs) We get the potential of a nice thing. We have the combination of Owen, Sammy, AJ, Nakamura. And if there's any show to trust, it's SmackDown. Yeah. If if those four are on Raw, fucking whatever. Don't, Don't get excited. Just don't get excited. I am so excited for Baron Corbin to hold that briefcase. What else? <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick, the, the only the only like weak weak point of SmackDown has been the tag division, and they just had the American American Alpha versus the Usos, and it's like, yes, do more of this. Fuck it, run this exact match back yeah. for the next month. What about the rest of you guys? Nakamura is going to be fine. Anybody else? Nakamura thoughts? Uh, just in general, and I don't I don't want to make this like a Raw versus SmackDown thing, but it just presentation so important to me like you look at a finn balor fucking star 
but every other week it was like, look at Finn Balor, meet Finn Balor, all this, like, like you had to, like, educate these people, but for Nakamura, it's like, here's a star, you guys don't know who he is yet? Man, you guys are behind the eight ball on this one. So it only almost makes people, like, pretend who don't know him like him, in, in a sense, so that makes sense. It's sort of like creative Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you create a buzz by making you feel like you've missed out on something, as opposed to, oh my god, you guys need to see this. Like, yeah, yeah it makes total sense. But he's I'm a not... big deal. <laughs> he's a demon. <laughs> I would have, I would have liked it more if Nakamura did do a program with Miz. I thought that would have been, I think that would have been a bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, except for and, the part and, where Miz destroys him verbally and Shinsuke can't do anything in return. Except yeah. for yeah. No, his no, fucking no, face. That's true. That's no. true. Yeah. See, I, I vehemently disagree with that because I thought that would have been perfect where the Miz does his normal verbal stick and Nakamura just comes out and it's Nakamura and he doesn't give a fuck. He just does his weird shit like and that's face. his retort. All he had to do was do the fucking head thing on the Miz's chest. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, you just negated everything the Miz just said. <laughs> I think it would have been fucking fine. And I actually, when I was watching it, just something about, it was right at the 9 o'clock hour. So it was right when like people were switching the channels. The way that promo was going, I just had a fucking gut feeling that's what it was. I was so excited. And now we get him against Dolph Ziggler. But you know what? If Dolph can be five years ago Dolph Ziggler, we'll be fine. Uh, what else on all of it? Oh, you did you get a sufficient answer from the boys that were there live? Yeah, that was freaking awesome. I think I've watched that intro video now 10 to 15 times, <laughs> roughly. I've showed it to my brother. That fucking, I love that intro. Earlier in the night, we had Ty Dillinger debut, and the crowd was excited, but they weren't very excited. And so I was a little worried because I, I had a thought like, oh, what's Shinsuke to abuse? And I was a little worried that they weren't going to like really care as much. And they fucking blew the, the roof off the place. So very happy. Yeah. Uh, Triple H versus Seth Rollins was next, complete with the Orlando Police Department and fire <laughs> images. Um, fire. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of interested to talk about this because so I think initially – um, those of us that were there when we were trying to like summarize our thoughts for the evening. We're all like, you know, that'd probably be my top three matches, and I still like it. And it's gotten very mixed responses from a lot of people um, in terms of its length, which it was the longest match of the night. Uh, come on, um, of course it was going to be, uh, and also just it, you know, not really doing much for anybody. And I disagree with that because. Rollins was like on one fucking leg and he wrestled a 25 minute match and looked great for the first time in a while. So I was fine with everything. I don't know if anybody has an opposite opinion of that, but I'm on the yay for it. And I think it'll be something that'll be looked on in like five years where I was like, yeah, that's a really underrated match now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Augie. No, that he did like that. Exactly what you said. I think it's an underrated match. I just think he, I think he played off the injury pretty well. The intros were... I like both intros, obviously. I mean, yeah. obviously Triple H always delivers, but that... When he came out with the torch, I was like, what the fuck's a torch for? And then he put it down, and they digitally did, like, the whole flame all the way, and then the ring lit up, too. Yeah, that was really That was cool. fucking badass. Um, but yeah, dude, it was a good fucking match, and good on Seth Rollins, because if half that shit that you said is true, 
103 Fever and all that. Fuck, dude. Like, you're a fucking champ, dude. And AJ Styles was still ducking him for the Madden final. Tope, we're never going to get this. Oh, I just want it. I just want it. (laughs) The man had a torn MCL and a 103-degree fever, and he was still waiting for AJ Styles to show up for the Madden final. Uh, Spencer, sorry, I cut you off, man. Yeah, no, you're good, man. I just wanted to, the, the one quick piece I think is worth pointing out is uh, the really clean way that they brought the sledgehammer into the match. I thought it was just really well done. Never yeah. actually used that. Uh, no, yeah. which I, I, I think is I think is okay. I think it was just cool to introduce it, yeah. and then it's like, now we're done here. I just thought it was like, just like really clean. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just really... I uh, Man, that is the motorcycle you have when you have three daughters. <laughs> <laughs> It's safe. <laughs> you still get your thrills and a wheel for each girl. Yeah, you can fit everybody on it. Yeah, including your wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, his his entrance, by the way. I I I taped his whole entrance. The only the only person I did that for his entrance was uh I think uh, the same length as Goldberg Lesnar's match. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Uh, that was probably on purpose. Uh, <laughs> and I also. What I wanted so bad for first of all, Triple H looked dope in a vest. Uh, he should have been doing that for the last 20 years. Um, and I so badly wanted the vest on the back to say, If you could read this, the bitch fell yep. off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> also, congratulations. It took Stephanie McMahon 17 years, but she finally went through a goddamn table. That's the first time she went through. But they, like thing? they literally built for months and months and months when the Dudley boys were putting women through fucking tables that they were going to put Stephanie through a table. And I honestly can't remember her ever actually going through one. Tope, oh. am, I, am I correct in that? Not that I can remember at all that she's ever gone through. Shit, Dixie no, went through a table. <sighs> yeah. <Well. laughs> it took Triple H fucking getting over on her. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course it did. It took, uh, let's see, so Spear from Reigns. Through the table, I look forward to her jumping off the cell next year. <laughs> <laughs> are we uh, are we ready to talk about what that resulted in, though? Uh, the answer nothing. New GM. No, oh okay. yeah, yeah. Kurt Angle. Uh, we have Kurt Angle, uh, who had a really good first night, and uh, I'm fearful for diminishing returns from now on. Like it's Kurt Angle. He he's he's a great on the mic. He's a great character. But he's kind of just exactly like Mick Foley in that he doesn't have that fastball to do that anymore. Um, he just can't say WWE either. And that's like that's like half the job. <laughs> Watch, I watched his whole Hall of Fame speech, and he just keeps fucking it up. It's, it's not a good you're, look. You're, that's I, the real reason why he worked in TNA for so long. He couldn't say WWE anymore. I can say this. I think he'll be entertaining. I think it'll be fine. Um, I look forward to him, for some reason, passing a physical and Daniel Bryan not in wrestling again. Uh, even if it's just for one match. But, you know, it, it's different. So, I'm all for it. And it'll be good to see him interact with guys he's never interacted with. Like, the Enzo yeah. and Cass stuff on Monday was good. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I will say this. Cheering for Triple H was fun. Isn't it fun? <laughs> it was so much fun. Like, nobody else was doing it. I'm the only one, like, in our entire section, just, like, clapping and just, like, yes, get them. 
Disney. So much fun. And just kind of bring did, it. And didn't disappoint, Rich. <laughs> and just kind of uh, bring it around. Um, they they might. I, I feel like they are hinting at some interesting notes with uh, Angle, with the way he interacted with Seth on Monday. So they might be doing some interesting things with him, making him more they than think- just Foley. He did the same thing with Sammy a little bit and looked like he took Sammy's SmackDown. Yeah. I think he will be a heel GM by SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, because there's only so much that he can really do as a babyface GM. I mean, he already had that on SmackDown. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're all obsessed with that dynamic. And already training, you suck at him, so you might as well feed into it. So. Uh, Topage, do you have anything else on Rollins and Triple H? Uh, all I had is I just... One thing I love about Stephanie, she's not a great character getting people over. I just love her as a manager, and I don't know why. <laughs> that's all. That's literally. There's no joke there. Oh, I just love her. As, I love her as a manager. Good at generating heat. She had. She had something. She missed her calling. She's doing everything else but that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Rollins and Joe are gonna have a nice little thing. I'm glad. I, I thought I wanted Rollins on SmackDown. Because we, we all were preparing for AJ to move, so we were like, well, they're going to need something. But I'm interested to see, with all three S.H.I.E.L.D. members back on Raw together, what they have up their sleeve. Yeah, that was also um, a really uh, cool and interesting way, now that you mentioned him, that they were able to work Samoa Joe into that match, too. Um, really creative. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. It was, like, just the perfect amount of Samoa Joe at WrestleMania. Yeah, you Samoa just hardly, you hardly noticed it. Samoa Joe is the most high-profile pro- winner of our yearly Go Fish tournament at WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> he defeated Zack Ryder, who this year had an excuse. <laughs> uh, he almost wrestled John Cena. Uh, next. <laughs> uh, oh, God, this is next. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Uh, Ten and a half minutes of. Uh, yeah, can we uh, can we limit how long we talk about this? Yep, I'm I, sure we can talk about this for a long fucking time. Is, I, 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 how are you gonna have the three the three bug spots, and then have zero fucking payoff for that we're, at all? I tried to wrestling match. The bug spots. So, uh, I do do agree, but it's like, if you're going to have Bray Wyatt have fucking mystical powers, and these are some pretty crazy mystical powers that he's never exhibited before, you can't just have them be for shit, and then Randy Orton just shrug and go, that was crazy. Look, it's it's about the powers. It's not about the bugs. Yes. It's not about the bug hole pleasures. (laughs) It's... Because <laughs> going never about the bug hole. So in in going from one show to another, you you regaled Spencer with who the boogeyman was. Half of that story is bugs. So bugs do have a place in wrestling. Don't make it about the bugs. Here's what I'm going to say about this match. They took what was one of my favorite stories going into WrestleMania and turned it into the one of the least one of the one of the least interesting worst matches of the show. Yeah. Uh, and we're stories of the show. If you're gonna have fucking powers, if you're gonna do all of that shit, you have to justify it with yeah. I think and I said something to you like do all that. He can also win a match, right? But I think no. I said something to you like, hey, Chekhov, what's this gun on the mantle for? I don't know. The end. Yeah, R- fucking Orton at WrestleMania has become 
My Orton at WrestleMania is to me as fucking Triple H in life is to win. Like I, I never get his fucking match right, and he just, he's just the fucking boring bane of my existence. In that he talks like Bane without the fucking mask. Probably I don't know. Fucking. I, is, is, that's and I, I refuse to say anything else about it because before I turn over to Tope, sperm. <laughs> before I turn over to Tope to continue to say that he told us so, I want to yeah. add. I want to add to your list of worst things. It was one of the worst world title matches in WrestleMania history. It was just a bad match, and they have the problem is also they really don't have any chemistry together. And Randy Orton rarely gives a fuck anymore. It looks like he was really giving a fuck nowadays. And it got to here, and he just didn't give a fuck. And Bray Wyatt is just cursed at WrestleMania. And doing anything oh, exciting man. or entertaining If, if only it weren't for his bad luck, his crazy curse. If there was anything that we could do to, to fix it. Oh, uh, yeah, the writers. It's the writers, huh? Yeah. It's just fucking... There's some bugs some... in there. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't want to write anymore. What trying to say is like, oh, yeah, if there's anything we could do. Oh, we write this? We write... Oh, fuck, we were supposed to write that? Oh, we could make this up? Oh, shit, it's 9.30. <laughs> I swear to God that in this House of Horrors match, which I'm already penciling in as the worst <laughs> word match of the year, because there's no way it's going to turn out well at all. No. Uh, if someone is not covered in actual bugs, fuck everything. <laughs> there better be someone covered in bugs like God. They better bring Joe Rogan in like motherfucking Fear Factor and douse some fuckers in some bugs. <laughs> Or this whole thing is bullshit. Tope, continue to tell us that you were right. Yo, it's Randy, guys. <laughs> it's the same shit. <laughs> Randy! Randy, Randy! He's not going to be second in the stable to not win the title and have a shitty match as a blow-off. It's Randy. <laughs> this is what he does. Like, I'm not surprised. Nah, this is him. This is what he does. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, wrestling. Tope trying to tell us. Uh, the, the, also, this is the one thing for him now. Thirteen. 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 Too many. Tied with uh, <laughs> <laughs> tied with Triple H or one less than Triple H. Well, Triple H is. I thought Triple H is fifteen time after. Oh uh, yeah, he probably is. <laughs> oh, it, it means nothing. Nope. Wait, you were gonna say something. Uh, the one thing I will say, uh, Randy Orton walking out to the ring with sperm under his shoes, uh, that's copyright <laughs> infringement. On I, I, I want some money. I'm going to need some money. That's copyright infringement. <laughs> listen, Wid, listen. Um, Get your own Randy Orton goo shoes. Goo shoes. <laughs> uh, second time goo came up that weekend. Uh, 14 World Championships. Uh, 14. Uh, so, sorry Triple H. No, well, sorry everybody. I just cost Triple H to win another world title. Um, the fucking bugs, pugs, goddamn bugs. All right, we're moving on. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Uh, the be- the best five minute match of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Go figure. Go figure. It took these guys working five minutes and just hitting all their finishers to yeah. finally put on a good match. What? What would have been the reaction at Madison Square Garden if they had that exact same match at WrestleMania 20? 
I think probably the same because at that point everyone's expecting that still a knockout drag out fight, but not five minutes worth. Mm. I, th- th- that night was just doomed. <laughs> there was nothing. Brock Lesnar could have done a goddamn Steiner, Steiner screwdriver from the top rope, and it wouldn't have fucking changed anything. My favorite part of the match, it was a secret part just for us because we were sitting very, very close to where the NXT people were sitting. And so when uh, Lesnar hit his 10th uh, suplex and the entire stadium started chanting, you know, 10, 10, 10, I saw a lot of like furtive looks from our section, kind of like looking over to see if Ty could see us chanting his thing. <laughs> and he was like, God, God, I really need to stop this because I'm getting heat by you guys doing this. <laughs> like you think it is, but fuck. Please. Uh, yeah, it was exactly what we expected it to be on a best-case scenario. And, yeah, Bill Goldberg took the first ten bumps of his career and also laid down clean for the first time in his career. So, you know what? We saw history. I think I said on the call right home that Bill Goldberg had been pinned clean or unclean six times in his life. And it was their life for 40% of them. Which is just something funny and random to say. Augie? Uh no, really quick. Speaking of the sitting next to NXT's uh, little box there, who picked out our tickets? Because I need to give some fucking props. Those our seats were the shit. That was a combination of uh, myself, Spencer, and uh, Wynn's lovely wife, Brittany. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That when we first got there, it was like the perfect seats because we were still close enough to the ring where we could see the whole thing. But we got to see the entire ramp. Like I. I thought those seats also, were better than our in 27. They, we were also under the shade and it had a breeze, yeah. <laughs> which was yes. amazing. And then uh, they were right next the to the whole night. Yep. So I was like, yeah, it was awesome. We knew all of that buying them. Yeah, totally planned for yeah. that. <laughs> and we got to see Roderick Strong drink 600 beers. Um, uh, I want to give a shout out if you have it. It's rare that I give shout outs to the production team. Um. Namely, Kevin Dunn. But um, I'm not going to give him credit for this either. But if you go back and watch the match itself, the shot of WrestleMania is Brock Lesnar giving the first two German suplexes, standing up with a cocky-ass smile like I fucking got him, and then all of a sudden, off-camera, Goldberg is spearing him. Yeah. <laughs> it is such a good fucking... They showed in the replay after the match, too. It is such a fucking great shot. For even live, like you pop for it because obviously we're seeing him already getting up and anticipating it. But you even pop more at home because it's shot so perfectly. Yeah, um, yep, I guess that was it. Oh no! Yeah, it. Yeah, it was everything it needed to be. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's a moment where so, it's like, oh, so we're gonna have a match, right? And then right. no, no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, who, who's who's this setting up for to take? Who's taking it off with Lesnar? Oh, Augie, you Cut. adorable chap. Give <laughs> Cut. minutes. Cut to New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it ain't nobody uh, taking it off. I'm going to wait a year to see fucking stupid-ass Roman do it. Huggy, yeah. a coronation has to happen again, again, again. <laughs> okay, anything on uh, Lesnar and Goldberg that hasn't you haven't chimed in on? No, nothing Nothing really to say. Fucking <laughs> great match. Um, I Actually, the only thing I will say, it's like, it. I guess... If this match happened, if the exact same match happened in Survivor Series, would it have the same reaction, or was it just a low expectation slash anticipation? Uh, I think from Survivor Series, based on the first match, I was expecting, like, half the length of the first match. I was expecting, like, ten minutes, 
and then ju- them just figuring it out as best as possible. So I think if we got this at Survivor Series, I think it would have been more of a letdown, just because it's like, that's it? Because we didn't have the built-in story of them just going balls to the wall, you know, yeah. throwing everything they can at each other. So I, I think it would have been worse. Um, yeah. Uh, I will say that uh, missed opportunity for Paul Heyman and Goldberg's kid to get into it. I thought like that could have been fun. <laughs> like you brought your you brought your kid to all these fucking events. Have your kid spear Paul Heyman. That would have been great. <laughs> Granted, the kid couldn't jump over the fucking barricade without falling on his ass. But you know. <laughs> God, um, is that the most tragic child of all time? <laughs> Every time he's on screen, I'm like, oh, buddy, no. Oh, buddy, just don't. Dad, stop you saying you're doing you this not. for me. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the, the kid took it in a stride. I mean, good on the fucking kid. I mean, but yeah, go ahead, what? Maybe not. Let's move on. Um, yeah. I, I have two I, answers, I, and they both hurt equally. Nope. I feel like the la- the last thing we should say on this is I feel like this is the match that um was the m- that feelings were the most turned around on from that night to now because I feel like I was hearing mostly you mullet say like man fuck that match yep and I was I'll admit it yeah and it's and yeah it's the most sort of I started turning around. With- we got back to Tim's because, like, we were asking all of our more casual fans, like, what did you like? Like, we kind of, we kind of felt bad when we got back because it was such a long show. Everyone was kind of, like, beat when we got back. But then we, everyone got energized when we started talking back at the house. And I was asking everyone, like, what did you like? And they're like, dude, fucking Lesnar Goldberg. I'm like, yeah. really? That is an interesting perspective. And then I then I got, like, then I finally got it. It's like, that's what, that's got to be crazy for fucking somebody that yeah. really isn't hooked in to see. So that's when I started. And then when I saw it on TV, it kind of connected. Uh, John Benet Ramsey. Um, six pack challenge, SmackDown. Wow. Women's <laughs> Championship match. You Interesting. Still got it. <laughs> it better than the other one. Uh, <laughs> hey. Uh, Naomi. Full Naomi. Naomi. Entrance. Man, I. I wish there wasn't a women's match right now. Oh, no. Fuck, I wish it was the main event. No, uh, <laughs> Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Mickey James, Natalie, uh, Natalie, Natalia, and Becky Lynch. Um, yeah, they got five minutes. Uh, hey, they got 50 seconds more than Goldberg and Lesnar, so uh, there's something. Uh, just a victim of time. You know, it, it was yeah. what it was, but yeah. it was shades of 10 years ago when, you know, this is, it was circumstance that you got to throw every woman on the show and give them a little bit of time. But they did what they could. And uh, we also had seen this combination before. Like, we've literally seen this match. So how about Mickey James for... Who was part of the six-pack to set up the women's title? Tope. Would have been... Who uh, instead of James? Nikki. Oh, yeah. Would have been Nikki yeah. Bella instead of Mickey James. So literally swap out a letter almost. <laughs> and we had the exact same match eight months ago. <laughs> so uh, the, the, one th- the one thing I will, I will ask... Becky Lynch's new look, yay, nay. Well, she's already back yeah. off it. Well, yeah, good. Outfit, but change the hair. Yeah. And yeah, Rhino got traded to Ross. So it wasn't there to do her hair. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what she was doing with the hair, and I never got an explanation. And then Mickey James came out in like full fucking like Native American regalia, and I was like, hey, don't do that. 
She is though. Oh, oh, so, so she's she's a she's a she's a war chief. Well, she gets to wear the whole fucking war chief fucking bonnet shit. No, you pay homage to your ancestors. You don't get to do that. I look. I'm not gonna fucking go out. That's what I say. What are you gonna come out like? I'm not gonna go out uh, if I ever get a WrestleMania entrance dressed like fucking uh uh what's the fucker's name from World War Two? <laughs> fucking Mussolini. <laughs> Did you just equate a Native American war chief with Mussolini? No, they're apples and oranges, but... Right, right. War chiefs never made the trains run on time. (laughs) More offensive for Rich to come out at is WrestleMania. Benito Mussolini or a giant cannoli? (laughs) I'll eat the cannoli before I get out there. (laughs) It's not going to be... Never mind. Uh, If it wasn't for Charlotte moving to SmackDown, I'd be worried about Becky Lynch, but now I feel like she's going to be fine. Yeah. Um... Uh yeah, it's SmackDown's women's roster is gonna be pretty fucking dope. Yep, and I feel bad for Tamina. <laughs> I did too. Really bad for Tamina. Yeah, her mean. dad was a bad guy. <laughs> like, I knew it was. I knew it was happening as it was said. I'm like, okay, well, this is gonna be Tamina, and then they're gonna be like, oh yeah, surprise! Here's the real women's wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whole segment was like pretty dog shit. I was. Ugh. Yeah, um, but uh, I also look forward to. Charlotte and Naomi having some pretty bomb ass athletic yeah. spectacles of matches. Yeah, I, I was very happy with Naomi winning. I mean, we all more or less expected it, but it was still like it was. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, expected before she was even announced for the match. So, and I like her new submission. All all good things yeah. around. Uh, I also look forward to James Ellsworth understanding that his five hundred dollar WrestleMania bonus is really unfair. <laughs> A whole five hundred dollars. Oh, 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 God, golly gee. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get a, that above-ground pool, pool filter I needed. Um, <laughs> what else? What else on that match? We haven't oh. talked about Natalia, so this has been a success. Uh, just a real quick anecdote. I forgot Natalia's entrance music was Bret Hart's entrance music for like a split second. So when I heard it, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> for like half a second, I lost my damn mind. Uh, That's it. Cool. You might just too short um, to talk about anything else. Yeah, and that was the main event. That was yeah. weird. Um, it was weird that they closed <laughs> the show with a five-minute six-pack challenge. And then we went home. <laughs> we went home. Uh, yeah, only wish Roman Reigns and the Undertaker. Uh, here's here's my proposal. I want to I want to spend uh, more of the time that we have for this match talking about uh, Raw. I'm fine with that. I mean, okay. I feel like we need to do it. Because we already address. touched on it anyway. We did. We did because Augie didn't know where he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. No, it's fine. It, it helped us out a lot. Uh, yeah, it was Undertaker's last match. It was exactly kind of what he can do at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'll and... give him some credit. I, at one point, he, he kicked out of some pretty uh, some crazy combination of moves that Roman put on him. And I was like, oh, is Taker going to maybe win this? It was definitely surprising that it was taking as much as it was to put Taker away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were definitely a lot of finishes that I was, or non-finishes, as it were, that I was surprised I, by. I was waiting for another tombstone out of that, and I felt like that would have, I feel like if that had happened, everyone wouldn't have been, I mean, everyone's going to be mad. Like, if, like there's no way you're going to leave a, a, a not a sour taste in people's mouths. But if they, like, managed to catch him in one of those last spear attempts for another two-count pile driver, at least you would have brought in the crowd up one more time. Mm. And it would have been better because the the yeah. third spear kick out 
Everyone brought up again, like, holy shit, he's kicked out of three of these. Maybe we're on to something. Nope, just Roman Reigns had to charge up by bouncing off one more rope. That's the and thing. I forgot about super, that. Super, super yeah. spear. Fucking and, and, right. which, and which, that was so, that was so stupid. Because when someone's doing that, what are you supposed to do? Stand there you and look can't confused. Do yeah, exactly. He did literally like a Laurel and Hardy. Like, like, do, like, go to the top rope and give him a spear from the top rope. Like, that probably would have been a little bit better. Damn, but no, you good. have the Undertaker just standing in the middle of the ring. Like, which way did he go, George? And it <laughs> looks stupid. Actually hit him with a, like, like throw a spear through his chest. Fucking <laughs> 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 dead anyway. Do it. Uh, Tope had asked you, but you were asleep. You weren't the only one. I can honestly say that uh, I managed to... Uh, I managed to sit through the main event of a WrestleMania. I, I sat in the Undertaker's last match with my wife on my left shoulder and Witten on my right shoulder. <laughs> Half the fuck hey, out. It was only for 30 seconds I was asleep. Just 30 That's seconds. That's what no. you think. <laughs> longer than that, buddy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, but Tope. Oh, oh go Spencer, ahead. go ahead. That's rich. I it was uh, to put it nicely, it was straight doo doo butter. The match, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay, I'm just curious. Don't put it nicely. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of bleeps. Uh, <laughs> it, it's the thing about Roman, and why I think everyone preferred Cena because it might have been the same caliber of match, but like. Cena's just so much better at telling a story, and that match didn't need Roman reversing a tombstone to a tombstone, even though he botched that. It just it needed a story, and he just he just he doesn't doesn't do it. And I know Taker can't do a lot, but it's like tell a fucking story. Cena Cena would have d- done that match better. Also, I'm glad before the Taker went out, I got to see him fillet somebody in the middle of the ring on accident, <laughs> but it, it was still fun. Uh, my biggest, my biggest thing with that before you go on, Rich, was that the 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 main message that apparently was said was that it was not looking towards the future, and they wanted to do something that was towards the future. And I'm like, cool. Like John, the John Cena match would have been short term booking. The Roman Reigns match is a long term exactly. booking. Cool. Well, I'm really glad you thought that through for Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, fucking a. Let the man pick. I mean, granted, like it's not confirmed. Undertaker could have been like, "No, let's let's put somebody over," uh, and he picked Reigns. If, he, if that's what he did, fine, cool. But don't have that. If that was the mindset, that's fucking bullshit mentality and a bullshit mindset. Rich. Also, if that's what he did, uh, you know, it, it, you don't don't trust him. This is this isn't your job. You get out there and wrestle, old man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you let us, you know, write the stories. You, you, you don't have to deal with us uh, after this. After tonight, you never have to talk to us again. <laughs> um, but <sighs> so two months ago, or even oh last month, whatever it was, for is it Fast Lane? End of the Road? Is that what was that what the what that show was called? No. <laughs> Roadblock and the line. End of the line. Fast lane, the quickest way to get there. I don't know. Fa- uh, fa- uh, uh, 
high occupancy vehicle uh, lane. Come on and get to work quick. Um, Every match has four people or more. So, whatever fucking bullshit show Roman and Braun happened on. And coming out of it, we said, yeah. Hey, those two had a much better match than we were expecting. Yes. Roman carried Braun to a good match. Nay, nay. No. Braun carried Braun Roman. carried Roman Absolutely. to a good match. In that WrestleMania main event match that retired The Undertaker, anybody else on the fucking... Not anybody else. That's exaggeration and hyperbole. Any other top... Any true top guy on the roster would have carried Taker to a good match. To a good match. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns... Lacks any of the tools to be the top guy, much less a top guy. Imagine them giving AJ Styles that match. But, yeah, no, exactly. And 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 but say you want to go under the caveat of let's book towards the future. Who are some other guys that you could have put in that position, not named Roman Reigns, that are around the same age group? I'm 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 open for suggestions. Repeat the question one more time. Who are some other guys around Reigns' age range that are like up towards the top of the card that could have fucking carried Taker to a to a better match than Reigns did? Seth, all of them. With Seth. a fucking Seth with wait, but Seth with 103 fever and a torn MCL. Yeah. Also, uh, two years ago, with also a, like a partially broken ankle even though it was still a shit decision the match with Wyatt was better than the Reigns match yes yeah 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 granted it was a t- it was a two year younger undertaker but what's 49 to 50 fucking one imagine Bray Wyatt also retiring give, give the undertaker the- and undertaker so- passes his gimmick on or not his gimmick but you know what I mean the mystical yes. thing yeah, yeah. thank this, you this was a fucking exposure of Roman Reigns as absolutely nothing that they want him or sell him to be. He can get booed for eight minutes and say he has them in the palm of his hands all he fucking wants and as long as he gets a reaction, that's all we're looking for because that's how we gotta fucking sell it to ourselves to sell it to you. He is not ever I'm I'm done reacting to him if I ever go to live shows. Yeah, he gets well, the I mean, Bo- We gave him the Bo Dallas treatment. Yeah, damn we we, we yeah. turn turn back, around. We turn it back on. Didn't didn't fucking talk or do nothing. He he doesn't have the fucking tools. Bottom line, he yeah. is he That's, is. Go ahead, Augie. Sorry, the other thing, uh, fucking Randy Orton would have done a fucking better job too, and he stops giving a fuck. <laughs> but if he give him a take, give him the match with Taker, he's an older guy. You don't want to hand it off to him either. But I'm just trying to like yeah. fucking. I'm trying to figure out who would be worse than Reigns. There isn't. There isn't many people. Roman Reigns. I'm officially dubbing him Rex Luger. He is. <laughs> <laughs> great name. Yes. Yeah. This, this is what they do. This is what they do. Uh, they're literally giving him the opposite SmackDown treatment. They are accentuating his negatives and hiding his positives. Damn it! They really are. The, the the most positive thing was the Monday after Raw. Yep. Because this whole fucking time we've he should not be saying more than one or two sentences at a time. Since the moment he fucking turned babyface, because when he was in the Shield, they accentuated his positives and they hit his negatives, 
and they made him sound like a fucking badass because he only piped in. He was allowed to swear, you know, and he looked fucking cool. That and, was the best fucking promo I've ever seen him cut. And just like you said, I, I mean, uh, I watched the fucking Raw, like the cut-ups, like the highlights. And yeah. I had to specifically go and look up that entire promo because I was like, did he literally just sit there and not say shit for, I don't know, how long was that, by the way? It was 15 it was, minutes. Yeah. Well, from, was, from the start of the show to the end of the promo, sure. Right, yeah. Dude, fucking, but it was promo. awesome. And, and he even fucking played it well by picking up the mic and putting it down. Yeah, but that's, I, not, that's, that's not a skill. Anybody can do that. Yeah, no, but but it was good timing. I, I'm, with, oh, I'm with Augie. I'm with Augie on this one. Like, I I don't like the way he's being booked, but I mean that segment was that. I don't know. That might be an all time segment. Yes, Rich is it, was, it, was a, it was a it was a no? great segment because of the crowd. It yeah, wasn't yeah, because yeah. of him. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The cr- because the crowd the following next week. Did the same thing and elevated the Braun segment, despite Braun elevating it by doing everything he can. What happened before that was negating everything that had just happened and going back. Because what does he do? He sits down for an interview and says, well, you know, like, I didn't want to retire The Undertaker, but, you know, you know, it was yeah, what it was. Very, when he yeah. literally said three weeks ago, I'm going to retire The Undertaker. Yeah, right. And the totally, previous totally. week... This is my yard now. I feel like I have a good Roman Reigns. Am I wrong? I was in it there. Right. Dude, uh, I so would love it. for one of those backstage interviews with Michael Cole. I would love for the question to be: So, what do you give a shit about? <laughs> I like. Well, art, I, mean, I like plant trees. We all have to admit, right? This is this is a not. This is the writing staff's fault. Yeah. Because but, yeah. he's not going out there and cutting like like off the top of his dome promos. Like he's uh, he's, he's not going out there being like, well, I didn't want to retire him. Like they're they say they're saying he has to say that, and like it's yeah. not good. It's very bad writing. But at the same time, Rich has been saying this for a while, and I've been seeing it more and more and more. He does not have just a natural charisma about him when speaking in front of a fucking audience that captures you whatsoever. As and, a babyface. As a baby face. As yeah. a baby face, yeah. Totally. Because totally agree. Any, totally agree. Anything else you see him in on Up, Up, Down, Down, anything else, he seems like a cool, like, natural, relaxed fucking guy. Yeah. Just have him talk like, uh, like, like uh, the fucking Usos on Talking Smack are so awesome and cool. Yeah. His, so, he, the boy lacks chutzpah, as they call him <laughs> in the business. Um, oh, Irish is getting old Italian. <laughs> no, that's old Jew. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> if give give the same exact lines to the Miz in 2016, he fucking crushes them out of the park. Yep. Uh, like because there's a certain confidence that goes with it. I've well, we've we've all said the line. All, like, he, he does have more charisma, but the lines are feeding Roman are garbage. Right, they're garbage. But also like, so for example, if for, for us, we've been in performances. Uh, for like sketch shows or whatever, where the sketches aren't the strongest, uh, and you can't really you know go off script or anything because you still got to hit the beats. But I know I've personally been in sketches where I add a lot that's not on the page, and the sketch, for lack of a better term, into mixed metaphors, gets over. Sure, um, right. It's there's there's three. I think there's like three three important tools for I don't know, an improviser certainly like the words you're saying how you say them and what your body's doing so yeah there's there's way more to it than just the and writing. and we've been saying for the longest time since before we broke out of the shield uh that the best probably uh, corollary 
or you know comparison is he he could he could be diesel he could be big daddy cool um but mm-hmm. he's nothing he has no point of view his character lacks a fucking point of view i mean just so, just to get off like i i know we're just gonna be bitching about roman reigns for a long long time i was okay i'm upset obviously about when the whole thing happened that he beat taker at mania i was upset because of what it implies but also i'm i'm more upset because i i don't know why i had it stuck in my head that it was gonna be bray that he was t- it, like spencer mentioned before like not the handing over the gimmick but it's the same fucking idea like hand it over to bray the same fucking dude and well it was a couple years ago molly had even said some shit like when taker did the sit-up and bray had a huge reaction like he was fucking scared of that shit but when bray did little crap thing taker didn't really show much and i was like oh cool that's just setting up for the next time so that when he does it taker is going to be fucking scared of it I, cool. I so i i was just so i was that's what would have set me more when when fucking roman won because i was like god damn it like that's it and then when taker was done i was like that, that's why i was in shock i was like he's done he's supposed to fucking give it to braid next year if it wasn't gonna be this year nope <laughs> <laughs> I, like <laughs> I thought that was like a <laughs> foregone conclusion. So, like, that's to me, like, that would hurt more. Was that that's not happening? Yeah. But anyway, I, gonna, I, I, I will say this is the only thing I will say because all of you are bringing up great, great points. It this just goes to show just how much people hate this whole thing. I've never seen people cheer so much that somebody was essentially getting paralyzed. <laughs> From what happened from what happened this past Monday. The man was essentially strapped to a gurney, thrown off of a loading dock onto cement, and then was in an ambulance that was tipped over onto its side. And they cheered like they freaking looked under their seats and found a car. They were cheering not they were cheering not, you deserve not, it. Yeah. Yes. They, we've heard oh, it we heard die Roman oh, die Jim. Yep. Which sounds familiar. Tope, uh, what did the NWO try to do to The Rock? Oh, that's one time on Raw. They tried to kill The Rock with an 18-wheeler! <laughs> Thank you. I just like to bring that up every time there's vehicular manslaughter attempted. Um, I think that well, no, manslaughter be... would imply that it's almost accidental. Right. Murder. <laughs> vehicular yeah. murder. Intent. Uh, I think that might be the most frustrating... The thing that, that frustrates us the most about the entire Roman Reigns debacle and situation is the blueprint is literally right fucking there in his family for what the fuck <laughs> to do when your golden boy isn't working because he's a fucking, he's, he's nothing. It's right. It, you're right. You're totally right. I honestly feel like if it's such like they could probably turn him this year and still have him ready Granted, a lot of things have to align, but like you said, the blueprint is there, and we know exactly what's going to happen when it does. Because it's just these how these things work. Yeah. It's going to fucking work. He's going to be this great fucking heel, and the crowd will accept him, and he'll figure out how to translate it into a babyface. And then this time WrestleMania, they could finally have it set up and work, but they won't do it because they think it's fine. Because any noise is good noise, and and also. Just because Spencer, you're you're new to the game here, but so much of this sounds like conversations we would have about Cena, but it's it is different. It is very different, and it, it, and also like 
it eventually did come back around for Cena to where like the you still get the let's go Cena. Cena sucks, but it's more so in jest and like overall like Cena's really proven himself and he, Cena's fine doing what Cena does. Uh, that's and y- y- we are where we are with Cena now. Do you want to wait? Do you want to wait eight more years to do that with for fucking Roman? Is that what you want to yeah. do? You're basically Cena sucks and let's go see and all that stuff is basically chanting you suck at Kurt Angle now. Right. It's really all it is. Yeah. It's just part of the fucking a part oh. of the fun and the experience. Yeah. yeah. If there is actual vitriol with Roman. Like there never was with Cena because mm-hmm. with Cena, like you could see at a certain point they're like, okay, this guy's actually pretty good at this. Like it's you it's shitty it. it's shitty writing, but this guy is good at this. With Roman, it's are we gonna have to go through this again, but not get Cena at the end of it? <laughs> yeah, like I don't see Roman having a. a that's the thing. Cena had at least like a, a, an in-ring renaissance, whereas Roman has to have some sort of period of enlightenment or something, like to to come back around to be like, oh yeah, he's good, even better now or whatever. It, he's not. What's this good sh- in the ring too, and that's the shit. That no one wants to talk about and everyone wants to say, well, he's a good hand. No, you're just trying to find fucking something to be positive about. So you don't sound like an asshole. He is a competent partner that has been with fucking, that everyone is busting their ass trying to get over. Because they like him. Because all intents and purposes, he's a nice guy. He had a fucking good match with the Big Show. Big Show isn't a good one-on-one match this fucking decade. But the Big Show carried that match. He has not carried anybody to a good match. And he's going to be the main event guy. And Cena carried the Great Khali to a good match. This point is over. Oh, he goes. <laughs> is he supposed to be out for a little bit or something? Uh, well, Because <laughs> if they bring him back next week, like immediately after everything that they fucking did with the Braun Strowman thing, that's kind of fucking bullshit. When's fucking Cena... payback? That's yeah. when he's back. It's supposed to be, but uh, John Cena was once thrown through a glass spotlight and walked out onto Raw the next night. Um, so fucking a, maybe you know. Uh, <laughs> maybe you, know, you broke. The... You broke Tope. Anything is possible. <laughs> when Cena was like DDT'd on cement and still, went... and then he won that match. I <laughs> miss that Cena so much. <laughs> I had that. It was that bad, toy dude. That... I have Dad. the Cena figure. I have came with the fucking spotlight that would break. John Cena DDT on concrete, a move that made Ricky Steamboat's head legitimately swell to the size of Violet Beauregard, and then went on to beat two people in five minutes. Okay, so, but did uh, he ever have an ambulance flipped onto him? Or so Roman Reigns will open <laughs> raw on Monday. He almost was burnt on fire in a car. JBL hit him with a car. He exploded him in a car. What a bully. <laughs> <laughs> we have seen nothing yet. Let me ask a question. What happens when the Shield is now reunited on Raw? This or hypothetical. Let's assume the Shield gets back together, and then the exact same thing that happened with Seth happens, but with Roman this time. A Roman betrays them. Does I don't think that works. Even even that cool sounding angle. Everyone probably just goes fuck you. Yeah, I, mm, I think I think for a majority of people, if it's handled a similar way, it would work. But also, that would indicate like that was built up over almost two years. Like sure, sure, it, sure. you know, and there was no indications that it was coming. Whereas sure. if they get back together, 
like it's not going to be a long term thing. So I think everyone's going to kind of know that it, it would be whatever it was. I think it would help just because him turning heel. I don't care if he turns heel by fucking spitting on Zack Ryder's dad. Like whatever works, like fucking works. However, you gotta do it. Fucking do it. And here we go. The next seven years of our podcast is when will Roman Reigns turn heel? Sorry, Uh, saying that's how the fucking Cena one was. So Monday night was just a dick with us, huh? The first Monday night. Well, the 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 early rumblings are that at payback it'll be the two of them in a gimmick match. And they want to do, obviously, they don't want to go right to Reigns and Lesnar. So Lesnar's next match would be against Braun. So have Braun win a gimmick match. So Roman can have an out and not get pinned. But then you can do Braun and Lesnar. Well, I, I was hearing Lesnar's not even going to defend the title at Payback. No, he's not defending at Payback. So oh, okay. that's why you have the WWE title on that show. Because sure. you still have a main title match. Uh, but they'll do Braun and Roman. Braun would win. Right, right. And then be the next challenger for Brock at like I think what is Extreme Rules the next yeah. one, um, and then Braun will get destroyed by Brock, and so Braun at that point has to um, take the WWE corporate Learjet and <laughs> and shot put it uh, onto onto Dean Ambrose. <laughs> I'm not oh finished God. with you yet. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the loudest pop I have heard on a Raw or SmackDown in years. <laughs> yes. Or maybe at least since, like, Shane coming back. Well, or even also, back. it just kept going, which yeah. was fucking awesome. I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, I this is the best moment of television. Yeah. The, the fucking chuck across what I thought was going to be that first table, but then actually kind of hit, like, neither table, <laughs> which was great, <laughs> was awesome. And then the first stop, I'm like, okay, cool. That's great. The next two were just goddamn fucking... They had the right amount of time in between each one. We're like, okay, this is finally done. This is over. And then the fact that they were able to heighten it. Like, at some point, you're like, okay, well, you really can't top... You really can't tie up fucking getting squashed against a wall like Celebrity Deathmatch with a goddamn crate. Oh, no, you can. He can get Zack Ryder off a fucking flight of stairs. No, you can't top that. No, yeah, we can top that. <laughs> if the if the thing had burst in the flames, fucking game over. Like, <laughs> shut it down. Um. Okay. Ugh. What else? All right, we've tackled WrestleMania. I okay. we've missed anything. Nothing else. Yeah, I think so. I think we're ready to talk about yeah. Sakura Genesis, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the go home. podcast. What were you gonna say, Rich? No, go home. Okay, go home. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Podswoggle. Uh, thank you for your patience. We hope you enjoyed the little interlude last week's Drunk History. You don't get those very often. Uh, you will be getting more of those, however, if you are a patron of ours on patreon.com slash arcade audio. You're going to get bonus content from Podswoggle, which includes uh, the archives of uh, Rumble, Bumble, and Stumblings and Drunk History uh, for just $5 a month. But, of course, there's many different levels you can contribute to get all kinds of exclusive content from Podswoggle, but, of course, all the podcasts in Arcade Audio. So check us out again, patreon.com slash arcade audio. ArcadeAudio.net is the home base for the podcast. You can get all your favorite shows there, just like you can get all your favorite shows, including Podswoggle, on iTunes and Google Play. 
Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Leave us five stars. It helps us out very, very much. You can send us your uh, thoughts at podwoggle at gmail.com. Uh, we're running super long, but I want to make sure that it's known that our boy John from Glasgow is back. The Swogglepedia has returned. Um, and we promise that we will read this email when we haven't recorded for two and a half hours. Because I want to make sure that we take proper time at pronouncing the following five places in Scotland. Um, we will get there, but... That's a stinger. That, that's a that's a uh, that's a teaser for what you're gonna hear later on. Uh, of course, some social media as well at Potswoggle on Twitter, um, also on YouTube for the entirety of March of Madness is on there. Um, and next Wednesday, eight thirty Eastern, the Potswoggle title returns live on Twitch, eight thirty Eastern. It is Extreme Rules. Uh, your current champion is Widen. Again, just to run over the tournament. We have for you Kota Abushi versus God Mode Harambe, Braun Strowman versus He Hate Me, Kevin Owens versus Bill Murray, now Peter Venkman because it's the only Bill Murray I could find, and New Jack versus OJ Simpson, the match of the millennium. Um, that'll be 8.30 on Twitch. Also, the Heels and Heels title. Widen, once we stop recording, I need you to give me those people again because I don't think I could find them. Uh, so the Heels and Heels tournament is just going to be a big-ass surprise. <laughs> Um, that's 8.30 this Wednesday, the 19th of April. Um, anything else? I don't think there is. So we will start with Widen. Final thoughts? Uh, just the one thing, the one biggest thing from WrestleMania that I want everybody to know. <sighs> the demons have been exercised. That is right. I obtained my very own WrestleMania Cup. The only reason he did is because the vendor I went to refused <laughs> to tell me what the lump sum of every cup that they had was. I would have maxed out my motherfucking credit card just for the sake of that fucking bit. <laughs> yeah. And you also broke your Triple H wall clock, so... Uh, well, Curse back on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but I, uh, well, I still have that jersey. For, may you forever be late to everything ever. <laughs> <laughs> that that shit ain't gonna happen. Uh, Augie, final thoughts? Nah, not really. WrestleMania was fucking better than... I, God. We ended on such a shitty note. Like We started off talking all excited, and then you had to bring up fucking Roman Reigns. What if the end with Roman fucking... Whatever, man. Get ready Get for the next ten years. God. Get ready for it. Uh, Spencer, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, just re- that whole WrestleMania week was just the most fun of all time. Uh, so can't wait to do it again next year. Yeah, it's what a weekend. What a weekend. We hope we have uh, new friends listening to us. If you met us through uh, WrestleMania weekend, welcome to the show. It's normally not two and a half hours. Rich, final thoughts. Red light, green light. No, 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 just red light. <laughs> <laughs> Tope, final thoughts on WrestleMania 33. Uh, of course, apologies to Kathy Kelly. Oh, and uh, was, oh. what? Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Fuck it. <laughs> I know what else we're gonna say. <laughs> it's not that much better. I was just because we were just talking about Braun and talking about uh, uh, NWO and just like kayfabe crimes committed. <laughs> and I was thinking through my mind, thinking about all of them. And I, I, I would assume the worst one is Kane and Lita, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That would be that'd be worse. Yeah, I'm just making the, the getting her pregnant and 
Yeah, wrestling is. I love wrestling, man. <laughs> uh, I think we we haven't recorded since Kathy Kelly did Sasha Banks's entrance at Access, have we, Toby? What? Yeah, what? That shit. <laughs> there was so much. <laughs> We lost two. We lost two black icons today. We lost Charlie Murphy and Tope's penis. For Augie, for Spencer, for Rich, for Augie, for Tope, for Tope's penis. This is Mullet signing off for Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We are swogging off. Oh man, yeah, yeah. It was sad. I I took my little ball hat, took my little ball trench coat, and I put it in the middle of my uh, floor, and I just walked away. <laughs> We can't, you can't, can't forget the gloves. <laughs> it was a sock. <laughs> okay, uh, I think The Undertaker went, what, 23-2 and two at WrestleMania? I think your cock's doing about the same numbers, am I wrong? <laughs> I had a few more wins. <laughs> a lot more losses, though. Don't know what that means. Don't think about it. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.